It was a day like any other. The air hung heavy with the heat. Then it happened. Cockroaches! The gleaming black bug that had no eyes and looked like a rock. Fucker, evolution for 300 million years. It was a creature from hell. They nest. Something is lurking below the surface. You won't live alone if you live at all when the bug comes to your house. Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 236 of the Triple Shots of Moods and Horror podcast is coming at you live and direct with the homies, JP, also known as Double Shot J, and Dave, also known as Mr. Parker. And of course, I'd be your host, Moods, also known as Gia. What's going on, dudes? What's up? Zoology. Is that your Christian name? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's actually on my ID. It just says Gia 616. I don't so. think they're going to let you leave the country with that. Uh, well, they did. <laughs> Surprisingly. What? Yeah, and they, you know, they treat us differently. <laughs> Not a bad thing, I guess, but. Uh, yeah, man. Episode 236, Cockroaches. <laughs> so this is going to be the first uh, the first show in um, many, many uh, what we have dubbed as the zoology. Well, maybe it's the year of the zoology films, the zoology project project. So, of course, we're not just going to do zoology type films. We are going to be doing regular slated shows, top tens and all the other type of stuff. But this is something that uh, we all have an interest in. And we thought, hey, why not? There's so many themes, so many options to do here. Why not do them? Right. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun too yeah but the, i literally like the moment we were talking about it i literally came up with like 30 different shows bro oh it, it <laughs> yeah, just never next ends. week is sea urgents do mermaids count no that's cryptozoology that's, yeah, they're not real that, which will be a spinoff we're gonna do cryptozoology at like, some point what, what is a mermaid it's like half human half yeah, that is 100 percent animal yeah it's half fish some sort what kind of fish though i mean it technically i mean if a shark fits in there a mermaid i mean it's half and half i don't know it's debatable now is it a mammal fish like is it half porpoise or half like fucking shark yeah what the hell is a mermaid but you know oddly enough there is enough mermaid films to actually do a show yeah weird it's so weird that there's enough the lure you got killer mermaid and something else i actually like killer mermaid man (laughs) a sea creature is sea creature the mermaid one i think it is yeah yeah it is or what what's the one with dennis hopper where he thinks it's night tide night tide oh the he old one from the early 60s yeah yeah, yeah. first harrington movie right. yeah that's yeah, a mermaid that one fit, i actually didn't even think of that one but that's uh, i actually just picked up that blu-ray not too long ago yeah 
There's actually so, a lot you could do with cryptozoology. Oh, dude, well. it, oh, yeah. it like literally Bigfoot. never ends, man. And we're not watching Loch Ness Horror by Larry Buchanan, so fuck y'all when we, <laughs> no. we're not doing that one. We're no. doing yeah, Crater, like, Jersey Monster, Devil. You got uh, not his last broadcast count as the Jersey Devil. Yes, yeah, of course. Dude, the I just watched Devil. Creature from Black Lake the other night. Um, that's a fun I, movie. You know what? I like I think that movie as it's well. It's funny. It's funny. Like, it, it, you know, it's very typical kind of like Bigfoot ish type construction to the movie. You know, like how you always watch these films and it, they basically just show it like right at the end in like all the movie, all the Bigfoot movies from like the 2000s to 2015 or whatever. You wait the whole damn movie just to get a glimpse of the Bigfoot. This one, you get a little bit more and stuff, but you know, it's a little bit slower. But man, I will say the transfer on that Synapse Blu ray is ridiculous because i think we'd originally watched it for the prep for 76 did we watch it for 76 i did it was a 76 yeah I, i'm trying i'm pretty sure i even watched it for 76 too but it it was probably you know full screen whatever yeah it was garbage i remember yeah, it being right garbage. so i popped in the blu-ray and i was like holy shit man like that's fucking well, that, nuts that's how i felt that transfer that's how i felt with legend of boggy creek like you're yeah. it's literally another movie it like is when you it, watch it in hd bro it's like oh. insane because right. Legend of Boggy we, Creek, we should do an episode there. Movies right. that, like, an episode of movies that were not good until they got four blue remaster. <laughs> Dude, I think we <laughs> joked about that. You can't even see. You can't even see them. No, I swear that we joked about Legend this one, of Boggy one Creek time, JP, about movies that look that, that like completely changed your opinion on the film because the transfer was so good. Right. Um, oh, like, it happens to me all the time. I feel what, like what, Town of the Dreaded Sundown was super dark too when I it saw was. it originally. What's the one I was thinking of that we always joked about? It was a dri- it's Drive-In Massacre, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that so that movie for years literally had the most trash bag releases ever because it was like public domain and like I mean the transfers were so dark on that you literally couldn't even pick out what was happening at the beginning of the movie and I'll never forget this and I've told this story on the podcast before and I'm, I think you even laughed at this JP because you're like oh yeah that's exactly what happened but the beginning of the movie there's actually decapitation I never knew that until i saw the blu-ray i never <laughs> knew that bad. there was a decapitation it was so dark because it's kind of dark in the scene but it's not in the blu-ray they really light it up and, and it's you know clear as day but uh, i never knew that there was this awesome decapitation at the beginning of the movie till the uh the, till the blu-ray came out and i was like oh fuck and that movie's so much better than i ever thought it was because it was trash yeah well, don't tell know. the vhs guys that they're yeah. like it's oh, yeah. better on vhs <laughs> you know Dude, when, when it's really dark like that yeah when it's re- really dark like that like we hate it but cockroaches would actually love that because fun fact they're nocturnal and they run away from light right i see right yeah not these cockroaches though these are weird cockroaches yeah 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 yeah, these cockroaches are well they're mutated and sometimes they're (laughs) altered fire ants question mark right like man you know okay well we'll we'll get into the first one but um but yeah so zoology show so we've probably i think we did mention the next few shows that are coming up which we have decided so the next show is going to be uh kind of like the i guess i guess we're going to do multiple volumes of this also kind of mixed in with the zoology episodes also but we're going to get into doing actual stephen king films i mean we've, <laughs> we've reviewed lots of stephen king film adaptations over the years whether it be carrie or pet cemetery or whatever the hell it is we've done lots but we've never spec- like themed out a stephen king show so next episode is going to be uh 237 it's gonna be salem's lots um one and two which of course the first one is i mean the second one's still 
It's going to be Salem's Lot. It's going to be Stephen King, Volume 1, Salem's Lot, Volume 1. <laughs> yeah, right. are we going to do that? There's a remake, too. We're not doing the remake with Rob Lowe. We're just no. doing the original we'll do, we'll Toby Hooper that. and then the Larry Cohen, right? The Larry yeah. Cohen sequel, Return to Salem's Lot. Right. I've never seen either of them. That's the biggest blind spot I have from Toby Hooper and Stephen King. I've never He's seen Salem's crazy. Lot. I can see not seeing the Larry Cohen one. but I like, know. I have them both. I'm excited. I've been wanting to watch Salem's Lot for like, 15 years it's you know long. okay so the crazy thing about salem's lot is like it's a three-hour movie but it it doesn't feel like it though it well, i know really it's got well, reggie nader too and i'm excited to watch it salem's lot well there's the theatrical one made for overseas theaters and then there's the tv version which is the long yeah one. i have a vhs of the theatrical version really yeah i think the yeah. tv version is the one that you want to be i think well, that's yeah, supposedly the better version it's the, the version longer right? cut but it's yeah. just yeah. It's interesting that they actually cut it down to a movie length movie. Well, yeah. Sometimes yeah. longer cuts aren't always better. Like if, sometimes if there's a longer cut, I'll watch the longer cut first. And when I revisit, I'll watch the shorter cut because I just know I fill in the other parts anyways. Like sometimes I'll put in like yeah. the Creepers cut, the Dario Argento Creepers cut, I just because like I know. I like all the cuts of Phenomenon. I love that movie. All yeah. of them are cool. I feel Solid. like I've never seen the other version of Salem's Lot before, but I actually rewatched Salem's Lot 1 and 2, I think, last summer during fucking, I don't know, maybe it was sometime during lockdown. I have no idea. But, like, I remember finishing Salem's Lot going, man, for a three-hour movie, that shit ripped by. It's just interesting. Like, I just subjectively like, probably to one of Toby Hooper's, like, top three films. It, it still it doesn't make actually, top ten, though. It, it legitimately is <laughs> top 10 Toby Hooper. Movies. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, I, 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 I said Toby Hooper. I can make like six, seven for sure. And Salem's you can Lot make is like eight. Legitimately a good movie by Toby Hooper, man. It's, it's, it's a good film. It, it's solid. And especially for a later TV film too, like the, by the 79, like the early 70s, ships, you know, always has that kind of feel, but this one feels different. It's good. I'm not sure how it is as a straight up adaptation to the story. Cause I haven't read Salem's Lot since probably, fucking 30 years ago man i don't remember it yeah i've, I've actually never so as that. an adaptation can't remember can't comment on that but i will say uh larry cohen's uh sequel interesting <laughs> say the least but it stars sam fuller doesn't sam fuller in it as an actor the director sam fuller is acting in it that's strange. yeah it's it, it is strange um okay so then 238 is going to be uh the top 10 in 1941 dave is not going to be on that show we're going to have back special um, guests yeah, we'll have a special guest on that show. So it's it's is it just going to be the three of us on the show? Like me, I believe you? so. Okay. Yeah. So that's because Dave Z doesn't want to do forty one. Carly actually started doing forty one. She watched like five movies, but then like because she initially we were going to do forty one. Well, she was like, half done then. Yeah, <laughs> we were going to do forty one like a while back, and yeah. she doesn't feel like rewatching them. So I figure like I'm going to finish up. I'll I'll do like the week of the show. I'll just finish up the prep there's like 11 or 12 shows movies to watch so there there's realistically there's about you can w watch about 15 16 I yeah think. but i mean a couple of those i don't know man i mean there's there's 11 or 12 like kind of main ones and stuff and i own actually every one that i'm going to be watching so that's i watched handy. so far yeah, I noticed that you watched Invisible Ghost, which was actually a film that I watched during the 31 Days of Horror. I'd never seen it before with Bella Gossi. Um I liked it. It is. It's actually a really good. I, I love Bella Gossi in that film. He's great. Yeah. He's, he's cool really, really good in that performance. Um, and then I watched the De Jekyll and Hyde as well. Oh, I'm actually waiting for my copy. I never had a copy of that, so I was still waiting for it. It's, it's funny because. Blue, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's funny. There's because- actually two Jekyll and Hyde's they put out in Warner Archive on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah there's a, the 31, I think, as well. You know, the funny thing is, I think there's a, I think there's a, um, a UK release that has both of those versions on one disc. And then of course, mm. Warner Archive. There's a thousand versions of that fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. You know, that one from like, that- yeah. They, I think the UK version has the 31 version and the 41 version on one disc. It's like a special edition type thing. And then where Warner Archive did them separately. So well, the, cool. the 1941, listen, the 1941 version is like the sixth version it is i know there's <laughs> a there's a silent one that technically uh, uh like a completely silent one that was made super early that's like 20 minutes long if that yeah yeah and then i think there's another one in the 20 like that one's like in the in the 19 teens i think isn't it it's like a really yeah, early one and then so. there's a silent one in the 20s i believe yeah there's lots of versions really it, there's it, only it, one universal movie besides that early early one they kind of count it that has dr jekyll in it and mr hyde and that's the abbott costello meet dr jekyll and mr hyde so he's, yeah those yeah. are all not universal which is strange I, i'm a big yeah. fan of abbott costello i don't i don't think jp probably really is no, i like, love i love abbott man some of the movies that they did with the universal like they're fun man they're, they're super fun like no i mean, i, I love them Frankenstein is the best. I mean, yeah, the best. Frankenstein's my favorite one too, by yeah, far. That's I that's love that one. Um, but the, the funny the thing only, about the only the, downgrade is that fucking Glenn Strange plays Frankenstein's monster, not Be- Boris Karloff. Right, because that's only right. like the second time or like Bela Lugosi played Dracula. Yeah, and Lon Chaney always played the Wolfman. He never gave up that role. Yeah, which is he, another forty-one film. There, the Wolfman. I love mean, it. come on. Uh, yeah, I'd be, be, be kind of surprised when the moon is full. I'll become a werewolf. That's it's kind of the quintessential forty one <laughs> film. Is the the wolf man. It's right? got yeah. it's got Claude Rains. I was listening to the fucking exploding heads the other day, and they were doing trivia, and they were like, "Who's in the wolf man?" And an invisible man. It's like, bro, it's Claude Rains. Like he plays fucking wolf. He launched Chaney's yeah. father. He fucking and they didn't know it. And I was like, <laughs> fucking assholes. Damn, yeah. crazy. <laughs> That's so funny. But um, even Watson, Watson worked it out. Yeah, oh, 41, really? you know, it's it's got some, it doesn't have an abundance of films, but it does have some decent ones, though. It so. actually, you know what's funny is it has more films than most of the years <laughs> from that era. Yeah. Which is hilarious. But, uh, like, there's some years where we could, it'll be, like, a top three ranking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the funny thing about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyatt is, like, every film I was looking at was, like, 70 minutes, like, 69 minutes. And Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde's, like, two hours. Yeah. <laughs> It's I know crazy. almost every movie, man. It, the it fucking story's like, not even that long. There's seventy story. There's seventy <laughs> minutes long. Sixty-five to seventy minutes long. I was like, shit. So are you just too swamped down, Dave, to to do that? Because like, yeah, I can't cram in fucking twelve movies right now. Yeah, because a lot of them are really short. I was actually just. I mean, I just ended night. the year end. I just ended. I ended so many year ends. It's like I'm not crowding in a bunch of fucking movies and shit when I got tons yeah. of stuff I have to review. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually enjoying the three three that I watched. I'm, I'm enjoying them. They're they're really. I feel like in general podcasts, especially, you know, our show, actually our show probably talks about older films more than most shows, but in general, I feel like the, anything pre seventies kind of doesn't get a lot of love. So every once in a while, it's nice to go back and do like a show that's focusing on older films. Legitimately, man, as soon as you do anything, even from the sixties, unless it's like a really, really popular film, like Night of Living Dead or Psycho or something, it doesn't seem to get the love at all. It's like, it's like, even when I do my 31 days of horror, like I always say, like I try to do a film from the thirties, you know, every decade, like represent the decade at least once. It's always like the films from the thirties, forties and fifties, never getting love. (laughs) It's just like, uh, oh, well, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, looking forward to doing the top 10 of 41. That's kind of uh, an interesting one. And then 239, we're going to be doing the Joyride trilogy. 
which yep. is uh we just haven't done a trilogy in a long time it's been i don't even remember the last trilogy we even did to be honest um and i just thought that would be a fun one a because you know i mean i like road horror i like the i like the movies to be honest um i've never seen two and three so it gives me a good I, i've always wanted to see them um i mm -hmm. really like the first one so I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that those sequels out. i'm not expecting like very high quality sequels out of them but you're probably directed D i bet they're fine i bet they're all like three 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 out of five i guarantee they're, you. they're actually better than you think they would be to be honest like i remember them being pretty violent and shit and uh i mean like it's been a while but whatever um and then 240 we're going to be doing another zoology show so that'll be volume ducks and that's gonna actually be... we're doing two back to back there okay so yeah so 240 and then 241 okay so um 240 is going to be dogs and then the one after that we're going to do cats right after that one yep okay so yeah so 241 is going to be cats so and then 242 we'll just be reviewing the musical cats <laughs> dude i heard that shit was like the worst thing ever the the movie version that they did a yeah i heard it's bad ago. i heard it's rough I heard it's like one of the worst things that's ever been made like what like with a big budget that, like that. that loses its meeting with us people right. are like oh my god halloween ends is the worst movie i ever seen it's like bro you ain't seen like beneath the mississippi and beware the children i'm not talking about children at play i'm talking about beware <laughs> the children <laughs> they're fucking almost invisible movies that are not even real movies <laughs> <laughs> that's, Dude, I, that's, I honestly don't even take it serious anymore when people are like yeah this was the worst movie ever made or the worst movie i've ever seen i'm like this is the worst movie you've ever seen oh you're, you're like this like we're like i guess we'll watch it that's us like i'll give it a try yeah <sighs> the worst movie they ever seen is like a three out of five for us it's <laughs> <Right? laughs> like a six out of ten we're like that was all right it's true <laughs> dude yeah it's pretty bad pretty bad all right um so are we gonna break down some uh some zoology shit here some do you want the you top have... 40 list i got sure man i don't even know what site you're on or nothing so i can't also even real along quick, with this, but... um if anybody has any specific zoology recommendations drop them below right the yeah any weird ones so this site here is called top 2040.com and uh i don't know when this list is initially point uh made but it just is the top 40 best bug movies and killer insect films okay okay so start at the bottom the bonus 41 slugs that How is was slugs a oh god that was 40 that's the bonus one slugs yeah dude that slugs is definitely top 10 dude man like that movie's got some it's got some great like slow-mo fucking <laughs> some bloodiness and shit like do you, that, do you remember those old people scene? die in the miniature scene oh yeah man i rewatched slugs i believe again last year man and like that there's some gory ass shit that's going on in there man that diner or the slugs dinner is scene, great it's oh yeah ass. dude it gets the uh the hematodes or whatever the fucking parasites yeah man like it's from the director that did pieces and oh, shit man. man it's like oh uh, p care simone yeah i always forget he his also name. Did, yeah what else? he had another one he had endless descent and he had another one in there too Mm -hmm. Cthulhu Mansion. Cthulhu Mansion. Yeah. Yeah. And um, actually, I think uh, Vinegar Syndrome put that out too. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, so 40 is Evil Spawn. That's a Fred Owen Ray, if I'm not mistaken. Or is yeah. that, a, or is that the Fred sequel? It, What's the bug? 
Fred Olin Ray. I don't know. But isn't that evil spawn? Isn't it more of like an alien? Well, maybe it says alien bug from Venus. That's all ah. it says. Alien okay. bug from Venus. It's been a little bit since I've seen it. I, I, I have it. I haven't watched it in years. It's really low budget, man. It's like early <laughs> 90s or no, maybe it's late 80s. I don't See, that, know. Wait, that movie's better 87, than 87. 87, yeah. Yeah. According to this list. Okay. Hmm. Then we have 39, The Wasp Woman from 1959. It's fun. It's okay. fun. Um, 2001, 38, Tail Sting? Genetically altered, altered Scorpion? That is a sci-fi original movie. Oh, you know who has? I know I know. Uh, Maddie, you know her movies. He definitely owns that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. He owns all 100%. these movies. I've seen that. <laughs> he has every movie on this list. I I've never it. seen that one I think one I have that one. Either, I've actually. never seen that one before. No. Okay, so this next one, 37, Centipede, 2004. That yeah, sounds bad. Two thousand four sounds like I don't know, bro. That's right in the wheelhouse of like really ugly DV, probably. Or, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it takes place in a cave, so you know it's gonna look like shit too. And on it's top gonna of be that. So the dark. DV, the DV in a dark cave with some really bad CG, and you know they have the cheapest CG ever in there, probably too, in the dark cave just and the, to kind and of it, cover it, it up. <laughs> yeah, but it's still so bad. Like the CGI is so bad, you could still see how bad it is in pitch black. <laughs> Was that MS Paint, bro? <laughs> It's just a centipede from the game, fucking centipede. <laughs> right. Copy and pasted it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the centipede has like big googly eyes, like fucking like a, a clip art. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thirty six. I'm sure JP's seen this one. Mansquito from two thousand five. I have seen. Yeah, I actually can picture the 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 artwork on the DVD, and I've never seen it though. It looks so bad. I have the DVD. What a lucky man you are. Not 35. Um, so basically this one, The Nest, 1988. We'll be covering that one today. Oh. Hmm. Um, 34, JP's about to be pissed. Ticks at 34. Bro, that's fucking... This list is fake. Fake news. <laughs> is that? Wow. Fake um, news. <laughs> <there's this laughs> especially the garbage. Especially the garbage you see above ticks. You're about to be pissed, bro. I think it's even... le- legitimately one of the best player insects. I think it's such a fun movie. I still can't believe the addition it got, man. Like, I know. Ticks. No shit, right? It's crazy. Because they knew that ticks was special. Well, it's it's fucking no. Carlton, man. Carlton. It's all Clint Howard, bro. Yeah. His name's Panic because he never does. That's right. That's just a bad fucking line. Like, are we writing today? Or are we just gonna? Nah, I did my work today. You see this line? I'm done. Yeah, for the day. he was I'm panicking. Gonna, I'm gonna treat got, myself. They call me, me panic because I never do. I <laughs> love like, it. I love. So why do they call you panic? Then? That's one of my favorite things about about Carl. What's his name? Alfonso. I can't remember his full name, but uh, it, it's the funniest thing because this character is so polar opposite, and then he plays in French. Right. Friends. I know. You know that was done so, totally uh, on purpose, uh, right? Oh, no doubt. Like. Yeah. He was trying to get out of that typecasting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Majorly like, miscast. Ticks roll. Yeah. All we right, so are going to do ticks, but it'll be probably arthropods. Because I don't think there's I don't think there's three tick movies. No. All right. Let us know if there's three tick movies, guys. Um, <laughs> 33, Dragon Wasp, 2012. I don't know what this is. That's another that's movie I know Matt has, too. Real, uh, that, that, <laughs> I, think I think it's that's one of the man eater titles it's like a okay. sci-fi movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. stinger 2005 um, 32 what is that another uh scorpion it, big it, queen scorpion, scorpion takes yeah. on a crew of us naval ship bad acting cool insect <laughs> i don't know that one either then we got 31 mongolian death worm 
dude I that's think a I actually, that's a man eater title i think i have a copy of that i never watched it but yeah there's these are a lot of 2000 ones shit yeah they're mostly oh, there's a lot of man eater titles in here yeah that makes sense 2005 has a bunch of killer bug movies and i watched like one of them for 2005 yeah, that's because the man eater series was going on yeah and that's what that was sci-fi original bug movies. well a lot of it those was- man eater ones i've heard from people like they're not really the worst ones ever yeah, there's like, some that aren't the worst. Like, I mean, they're him. probably hit and miss, but I've heard, actually, I was just watching a recent update on Extra the Mutilator, and he was talking about the Maneater series. He said, like, he's having this weird nostalgia overload right now, and he's been picking them all up individually, and he even reviewed a couple of them. He's like, this is really good. Well, the thing is, is they actually tried to make a movie back then. Well, you know we're going to talk about a movie this, this week, what was actually a movie that tried, even though it was cheap, and that goes a long way. Yeah. yeah. Next. 30. I never heard of this one. Highly Dangerous, 1950. A spy movie involving germ warfare using bugs as carriers. Don't know it. German war- No, don't know. I didn't even know there was a movie in 1950. Wasn't that one of the years that we looked up and there was like literally like three movies? Yeah, I don't know what Highly or- Dangerous is. No. It's like a spy movie. And then we have 229. We're familiar with this one. I know me and Moods covered it. Uh, Glass Trap from 2005. Yep. Radioactive yeah, Trap. Yep. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> It's okay. It's got some suspect yep. uh, CG in it at times. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's completely okay. Yeah. 28, High Plains Invaders, 2009. The insects look cool. The script, not so much. Hmm. Then no. why is it 29 over fucking Bro, picks? this guy's <laughs> fucking dog shit. Who wrote this list? <laughs> I don't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, Bro, this guy's dumb that? when you find out what 26 is. Um, 27, Killer Bees, 1974. Yep, good, another swarm of movie. bees. Good yeah, movie. I like it. <laughs> 26 slither space slugs turn people into zombies if we're counting slither we do night of the creeps spawn? a yeah a, a i mean deadly spawn they're not bugs though they're like eels yeah slither, that's not, what that is slither is pretty good man Slither's pretty much eels too slither's just night of the creeps meets deadly spawn yeah it's it's not bad what year did that movie come out again 2006. 2006. No, no, like Slither's better than is a great movie. I think Slither's one yeah, of the best Slither's movies that good. year. It might be the best movie, my favorite movie from 2006. Yeah, I, it is good, man. It is good. And There's then 25. Movies, but... Well, I'd have to look, you know, it's just off the top of my head. 25 is another movie called Killer Bees from 2008. He says one of the four B movies with the same title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, I think I have a copy of that one too. From I don't remember that one. Yeah. And, Another JP favorite here, Mosquito at 24 from 1995. Yeah, my favorites. Actually made my top 10 of uh, 95. It was uh, was close. Yeah, 94. He puts it. He's the wrong gear. I almost had it in my top. It almost made it. To 23, above Mosquito, of course, and Ticks. Deadly Stingers. Toxic Waste makes giant scorpions. Huh. I didn't realize this many scorpion movies. This guy must have a hard on for scorpions who made this list. Sounds like it. Uh, 22 infestation giant insects take over the world i've seen this one i've seen that Infest- one. yeah that's fun i remember that it's like a comedy yeah it's a good one yeah 21 attack of the giant leeches low budget high fun 1959 is that a corman mm. moots yes okay it means it probably be released on screen factory limited blu-ray and no one will get it <laughs> 20 star runners 2008 alien insects good sci-fi movie huh Bro, what? 19, Food of the Gods, Giant Wasp, Chickens, and Rats. What could you want? Yeah, Food what of more the Gods, man. It's got, There's it's like got a wasp great, in the movie for two seconds, though. Great miniatures in there, man. It is yeah, a good movie, but it's, uh, it's of, more like, reminds me of, like, rats. The end of the movie is literally just, like, miniatures and, and rats. 
yeah. and shit. So it's it's pretty. This guy's fun. list is garbage. Tell um, him about himself. Eighteen Black Swarm, two thousand seven Supersonic Killer Bees. That's another right. Black later. Swarm. Hmm. I right below the fly, nineteen eighty six at seventeen. <laughs> really? <laughs> if we're counting the fly, it's like <clears throat> yeah, two. That's crazy. <laughs> 16, Bug Buster, 1998, Mutant Roaches vs. Randy fun. Quaid in the cast of Star Trek. That movie was Mutant Roaches? We didn't watch it? Is wow. it Mutant? I couldn't remember if it was Roaches. I have never even heard of that, I don't think. i never seen it. Randy uh, Quaid yeah, did that? That, that movie's yeah. fun, dude. Yeah, that <laughs> movie's fun. Wow. So, 15, Skeeter, 1993, Killer Mosquitoes on the Loose. Mm-hmm. I've never 14. seen Skeeter. I wonder if it's better than Me Mosquito. Either. Skeeter I is, it, I would say, Mosquitoes better. I have the I have the VHS of it. Doesn't it needs a release. It has a Skeeter has a DVD. I, I have yeah. a DVD. Yeah, maybe, maybe out of yeah. print. It was an yeah. image DVD. So then we got fourteen. Bug nineteen seventy five. Um, I don't think so. But Bug, we'll cover that one. Thirteen Swamped Swarm of Killer Bees. Yeah. Twelve. Empire of the Ants, 77, H.G. Wells story. There's a lot yeah. of Killer Ant movies, Empire, and surprisingly Empire not great. a lot on this list. 11, yeah. The Fly, 1958, Vincent I was Price. just going to say that if they're going to have The Fly on there, because if they put the other one, yeah. I like Number all the 10, Fly movies. Creep Show. Oh, yeah, they're creeping up on you. Right, right. That's a great Roach segment. That's, That's that is a great spot. Roach segment. <laughs> That's got to be the best roaches ever. Yeah, I love nine, how white everything is. <laughs> he's so great. E.G. Marshall on that. Um, mm -hmm. Nine, Starship Troopers. Good good call. I I've never actually it, but seen They're giant that. bugs. Wow. Oh, you never seen Starship Troopers? No. Oh, you'd like it. It's good. It's a lot of fun. I think you'd like it. I know there's yeah, three. It's very much it. in the same humor as RoboCop. You only want to watch the first one. Fuck it's the other good. ones. Yeah. <laughs> um. Number eight, the swarm. I heard that's a piece of uh, seventy-eight or seventy something. Yeah, uh, that's this, a Warner archive. It's like three hours long. It's a crazy. Yeah, it it's is a, a very it has long a huge TV cast. movie. Yeah, but it's, I like it. it it's it, it drags at parts, but it's it's not bad. It's not bad. His top of the list is pretty good. So I mean, number seven, them, nineteen fifty-four. Yeah, that's really top five. One of my favorite. Know, it really is good. Insect movies. Classic. There. There's still one on this list so far that I'm, I'm I mean, if we're into the what we're, we're going in number four, number six, number six. Oh, man. So we're almost in the top five. And there's the one film that hasn't been mentioned. So I'm assuming it's in the top. OK, keep going. Phase four. Yeah. Phase four is great, too. It's a yep. weird ass movie. Yeah. It's like the thinking man's killer bug movie. I'm not sure how good it is. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. Number five, the deadly mantis classic there old one yep love the deadly mantis we can do that as part of the arthropod trilogy mm -hmm. number four mimic okay hmm. mimic is a good one i know cockroaches volume two <laughs> i don't think this is belongs here number three tremors i colossal earth colossal earthworm man bro those aren't worms they're not insect at all they're not insects no. tremors are monsters those are monsters man yeah, yeah. it's totally a monster number two the Black Scorpion. Okay, that's the one I was uh, waiting for. It's a good one. It's one of my yeah. favorites, man. I love that movie. Yep, good one. Number one. You guys got any guesses? Um, man, I've... it's got to be one of the seventies. 
bug move, but, but um, maybe <sighs> ants or there's just so many that haven't been named. Okay. Like the I don't know. Stephen King. Kuja, Stephen oh, wait. King. <laughs> wait, Stephen King. Yeah. What the fuck did he do? Stephen King, fucking insect, fucking. Hold on. Okay, what am I? What am I missing here? But then Stephen again, they just King had creep shows, so that was a, that was a creep. segment inside there, right? Um, wow, Stephen King insect movie. Oh, yeah. um, Dreamcatcher. I'm overthinking this. No, nope. no, those are. I don't want to give you any lines; it would spoil it. Oh, oh, the mist. It is the mist. Oh, of course. I would see. I was totally <laughs> thinking. I was, I was thinking different. Yeah. And the mist yeah. is great, man. Mist the is mist great. is great. I just didn't think insects, but there are fucking killer insects in it. Yeah. Yeah. There totally is. Yeah. There's another list from Ranker that I could do real quick and just yeah. run them down. Yeah, real quick. They, I think they it's missed a, a lot of the like seventies movies. Honestly. I was getting a little bit worried about where's the black like, scorpion. I was like, bees. I was good to see it so high because there's like, actually a good B movie from like 2000 as well called killer bees. <laughs> You know, honestly, there's good ones from all over the times, man. There really is. So this one's Ranker. I'll go real quick from 20 up above, and I'll just announce every five. Uh, so Mimic 3, The Bees okay. from 78, Empire of the Ants, The Wasp yep. Woman. It happened at Lake Moore Manor, a.k.a. Ants. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Fly 2 at 15. Good move. Mimic 2 at 14. Ticks at 13. Phenomenon at 12. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Base 4 at 11. The Naked Jungle at 10. What's that? Naked Jungle? Um, uh, it doesn't have one. an AKA? Um, it has Eleanor Parker, Charlton Heston. It's uh, uh. This is one I've heard about before, but I think it's... um. Is it is it ants? Uh, attacked by a ho- attacking black ants. Yep. Okay. Oh, we'll check that AKA one out. Name. With Charlton no. Heston? Crazy. Yeah, it's a classic movie. It doesn't have an AKA name. It's like a... a really? it's a, I've yeah. never heard of that one. Trippy. I don't know. Then we got... Nine killer bees from seventy four Curtis Harrington, eight yep. black scorpion, seven deadly yep. mantis, six tarantula, good one, yeah, five the swarm, four the original fly, three mimic, two them, one the fly. I think that list is more appropriate for the time. Yeah, that's one. like more of the best. So movies. they have all three mimic movies on there. Crazy. Yeah, I mean people like the roaches. The nest wasn't on there. I think the nest is a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like pretty. Iconic. What about arachnophobia? Does that count? Are we well, not keep I, they, doing they're spiders? Doing, they had tarantula on there or whatever. So. Yeah, but they didn't have arachnophobia. How are you going to have know, tarantula so like, without arachnophobia? If you're opening up the spiders, it like maybe maybe they're not considering it. Changes the list. Maybe they're not yeah. considering it as a horror film. It's funny Arachn- because people it's, people it's like do people do consider it to be not a horror film. A lot I hear people. It's kind of scary so. at times. I mean, especially if you're if you have arachnophobia, like that. There's actually terrifying. a remake of that coming out this year for Blumhouse. Just Honestly, I think arachnophobia is pretty scary, man. When they kill that like dude from uh, Total Recall, <laughs> wife or eating, like that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, you I know? like, dude. There's actually a lot of good killer spider movies too. There Kingdom is a lot. Of the spiders. There's lots of good ones. Kingdom of Spiders is the shit. Yeah, if we're counting spider freaks. movies, if we're counting spider movies, how did Kingdom of the Spiders not make the list? Right. right. Exactly. <clears> it's like one of the like most known you know i was actually thinking about that movie last night and i, I always say it too like King, kingdom of the spiders is a film you'd never see remade today because of all the fucking tarantulas they actually kill them like the scene where they're all in the in the street and they're just running them over it's like, not pleasant as shit oh there's so a crazy mo- honestly dude. any movie you see from the 70s that's killer animals there's gonna be a lot of deaths yeah. of the animals yeah especially bugs people don't care about bugs, bugs. no like the cockroaches no, hey squirm wasn't on the list nobody you, put squirm on there 
Right. Yeah. I mean, is worms considered insects? Yeah. It's in the same realm. It's in the same realm. We talked about this, I think, last, last episode with... That one had tremors on there, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was for the worm slugs and leeches show. We're like, well, yeah. the worms will do squirm because that makes sense. Yeah. There mm. are probably enough movies to do specifically worms, but not slugs I, and leeches. I think there... Well, there is actually a movie called Leeches. Yeah, there's there's three leech movies. You can yeah. do a leeches one, but I feel like if you do them three together, you got slugs. I'm not too sure about. Like, is there even more than one that are no, just I think slugs? Unless you're counting like Deadly Spawn and Slither. Yeah, the Deadly I guess. Spawn aren't they? They have they have teeth, man. They don't look like insects. But well, no Slither, shit. They're they're not real, bro. But Slither, they're not insects, though, man. They're not insects. But they're not, yeah. neither are slugs. Yeah, and leeches. They're not really insects. Yeah, but nor deadly spawn. They have fucking legs, man. At some of them, they're not. Yeah. They're not the same thing. Not at all. Right, but I'm just saying, like, if you're, if we're doing, like, they're not slugs, bro. I think that one's completely outside the box for sure. I think so too. But uh, yeah, slugs. I just specific slug. I mean, slither in a sense, but those are still like little. I mean, they're considered like little alien creatures, I guess, in a sense. But, I mean, if we do that, why don't we just do Night of the Creeps, Slither, and um, what's the other one we were just talking? Deadly Spawn. Because I don't really feel like those are killer animal movies. No, we won't put them in the killer animal movies. We'll do them on their own. Yeah, they came from space. It it doesn't have to be a zoology. It's like a it's like a slithery slithery space. Slithery space. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying is I don't want to add those zoology. No, I agree. Let's not. Those three belong together, though. Yeah, Yeah. we can just think of alliteration shows. Slithery space right there. You can just do it. It came from space category. So you can always do space invasion. Volume one. Yeah, you could also I, do killer clowns in there and shit. You know. I'm a big fan of like sci-fi horror, like space shit and stuff. So, so, so I love yeah. it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Deadly Spawn was my favorite from '83. I, I, I was the one who was like, "Well, we do Deadly Spawn for some series." Well, next like, this time is a fucking pipe dream, bro. I already got my guess. Yeah, well, you'll probably be close to it. When is the good edition of Deadly Spawn coming out? Like never. Yeah, Synapse said, Synapse who knows? is lazy." Dude, it's been the years. The greedy and the lazy. They're probably been, not lazy. They're it's been just no, they're not lazy years. at all. They just they're perfectionist. They they just take their time. They don't have a big they're perfectionist. Yeah, that's why Creature from Black Lake reason. looks like a fucking brand new movie right now. It's yeah. insane. So hey, that's why I'm, Creature I'm okay from Black Lake looks though. more remastered than the Marvel movies. Yeah, it does. I'm okay with them taking their time on. But it. honestly, it, I, I I am too, and I think we talked about this before. With Deadly Spawn, because Deadly Spawn is one of those films that's fantastic, and really does need that good treatment because all the all the transfers really, you know, they are what they are. Like the Blu-ray that came out, I think looked worse than the fucking DVD. It's a yeah. 16 millimeter too, man. It's it's a cheap movie, and that's I'm not saying synopsis DVD of of uh, deadly spawn or whatever it's not it's, it's not bad but i mean you know if you're gonna rematch this shit in, into high def like you know they could probably do it the best so yeah seeing that movie on the big screen was one of my favorite experiences how did it look um, oh, good it looked it, i mean it looked like film it, lo- it was like a rough transfer uh, print it wasn't real i've seen actually halloween looks worse than most of the prints that i've seen yeah um because it's so or like it's so weird that it's called halloween and halloween is known for orange and the whole print is like deeply orange yeah <laughs> it's so weird but um yeah no deadly spawn looked great on on film huh that movie's got so many good moments that's like one of my favorite independent horror movies ever made deadly spawn yeah, yeah. it's really it's good. good it's really good yeah. What the fuck was that? Her fucking delivery is so great. When fucking, <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's exactly what you'd do, too, if you saw that thing. That thing's horrifying. The main That monster. was one of my favorite. They did. They This was, like, such a good show they did. They did 
alligator, the boogans, critters, and deadly spawn. Boogans is not on the caliber of those other movies. It was fun though. What the hell is right. boogan anyways? Like I never understood <laughs> what the fuck a boogan is. All I know, what they do is they put your ass to sleep. No, oh, I just like the movie. It. I like the boogans. No, it, he. I know what he's doing. He's just hating on Canada again. I know exactly what he's doing. It is Canadian, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. And here's proven Stephen King's got terrible taste in movies. He was like, the boogans is great. The boogans it could be a better movie if they just the boogans. If they just put more boogans in it and, and made it a little bit better pacing. <laughs> they the changed pacing, the fucking title. What the fuck is that boogan? Get the, the fuck out of here. Pacing in that movie is dreadful, man. It, it's sounds like really... they're trying to sell toys with that name. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, that's that's the shitty thing, man. The, like the 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 poster art for that and the name is pretty cool because it's like, what the fuck is a boogan? And, and, you want to run it, and then you watch it, and there's like forty five minutes of just old guys talking in a fucking bar. Like, yeah, it's like it's like they took the scene from uh, My Bloody Valentine when they're getting drunk and extended it for an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, here's ten minutes of My Bloody Valentine with an way hour less interesting with yeah. way less interesting characters. Just, drunk canadian miners like yeah, yeah so i was down there looking and i saw some fucking boogan he's looking at me eh <laughs> and, and the funny thing is yeah because that shit's uh takes place in the east coast so they actually do say that that's how they talk yeah, like i just remember there being a lot of drunk canadians it's just like what if chud was even more boring than it already is drinking their fucking moose head uh, let's make chud tough. with less monsters even though it was made before chud i think it's an 81 boogans is 81 chud's 84 yeah it's made before them subterranean horror volume one boogans and chud one yeah yeah because chud two is yeah is like chud two is just return of the dead part three it is yeah. it's just an offshoot man it's just name only yeah um okay well do you got anything else um yeah I do. Um, so speaking of all these insects, did you know, fun fact, a cockroach can live for a week without its head? Well, that would explain why they've lasted like 100 million years. And oh, shit. Like, yeah, they're indestructible. It, it literally can you can cut its head off and it'll wander around for a week without a head. It's like there's something wrong with that genetic makeup. Like, that's just wrong. Yeah, and usually they die from dehydration because they can't drink. <laughs> I guess not, right? <laughs> That's crazy. It doesn't die from actually not having a head. That's ridiculous. Yeah, those things are like freaks of nature, man. Because yeah. like they even said, like, you know, if the if the world gets bombed, you know, the atomic fallout and shit, the only thing that'll survive is the cockroaches because the, the cockroaches and Charlie Ban, according to Roger Corman. Right, who produced one of the movies here. Right, yeah. the 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 um, radiation doesn't penetrate their uh, their shells. So yeah, they're really one of the them. most successful uh, animals in history. And so are like alligators and well, crocodiles are too. Right. Yeah, it's fun because fact, they got, they have like perfect uh, digestive tracts, right? So fun fact: cockroaches originated more than two hundred eighty million years ago during the Carboniferous. I don't know if you know this, bro, but the planet's only 7,000 years old. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> and and also, somebody off right they, there. they weren't falling off a cliff because the whole world is flat, too, right? So right. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. No, they, they just walked in a straight line for for 100 billion years. It's crazy. Fun that fact. Before they hollowed out the earth. <laughs> Speaking of walking in a straight line, yeah. they can run up to three miles in an hour. They're, they're tiny. Really? Dude. 
Yeah, three miles in an hour. A, that's pretty a, good. They're doing 20 minute that's miles, bro. That's pretty that's good for walk. something that's, that's like a, like two inches long. It's fucking no crazy. That's, well, that's fun ripping. fact, Moods. The world's largest cockroach is six inches long. Dude, if I saw a six inch long cockroach, it's funny too because like where I, we don't have cockroaches where I live. So I, I mean, I've never I've seen, seen them here. In, I've seen them in other places like down in the south, but like I don't live with them. I, it's not a daily occurrence for me. The, so. Well, they're only found in South America. And this specific species of cockroach has a one foot wingspan. So when it Fuck spreads out, you. That's ridiculous. No, I think when Stop I was in telling, California, dude. they have them in California for sure. Because when I was there, I've seen them in Florida. Cockroach. When I was dude, in Florida, I've, they were I, everywhere. Dude, I used to live in an apartment and there were fucking cockroaches everywhere. Yeah. I hated it so much. Yeah. Like they're, they're I literally dude. hated everything. They have those mm-hmm. flying ones in Cal- in Florida. Like you, I went to like take a shit in the morning at night when I was like, we we're on vacation. And like, they had like this weird little like enclosed thing that was outside. Right. Yeah, and you could see outside, and it was like kind of like a, just a decorative thing. There's just like roaches flying back and forth in between. It was like, ugh, ugh, fucking huge, bro. What do they call them? Pimento bugs, the ones that fly, the big ones. Yeah, we every once in a while you'll see some of those big flying. They're not cock, but they look like a cockroach. You'll see some of them up, up here and stuff in the summer, but it's kind of strange. Oh, these to fuckers see. are these were roaches, man. They're they're migrating too far up here. It's global warming, man. They shouldn't even. You should never find shit like that where we are, but you do. It's fucking strange. Tell you what, but yeah, fl- but they, they belong bugs. in Florida. But though, anything flying like that is just—it's disturbing. It's nasty. Well, there's really, there's really only there's fun fact. There's four thousand <laughs> different species of cockroaches worldwide, but only about three to four species actually live with people inside of homes, and that's the German cockroach, the American cockroach, the Oriental cockroach, and the brown banded cockroach. What's the brown? What's a brown bandit? bandit? Was that fucking like the guys from Home Alone? The sticky <laughs> I know, bandits? Exactly brown what I was thinking. Banded, banded. Oh, banded. Yeah, I'll not see. bandit. <laughs> I just picture a little cockroach with the fucking the, the, the get little it? like get it, Harry. We're the we're the wet bandits. <laughs> I love at the end of that movie where he's like, yeah, and dude, are you flooding all the sinks? We could track all those facts. He starts kicking on me. <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> uh, let's just do Home Alone one and two. Two equally great movies. Well, if we do Home Alone 2, we got to get Dave Z on, man. And then (laughs) he's like, they jumped the shark. This movie's way more unrealistic than the first one. There's no way they would have left them Home Alone twice. (laughs) (laughs) Funny enough, I actually think that's something he actually said. (laughs) He did say that. (laughs) (laughs) And that bum, that bum lady's just like the guy with the shovel in the first one. This is. I want Dave Z to watch Austin Powers 1, 2, and 3 and then watch him like get so mad as the sequels are the same movie over and over again. Oh, fuck. Totally. He's like, the fat guy's too much. He's not funny. He's just stupid. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, it's too good. Fun fact. No, I don't have one. Just bugging each other. I do. Fun fact, it's surprising that cockroaches don't live by moods in Canada too much because they're actually attracted to alcohol. And <laughs> that's what, what are you insinuating? Especially beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually true. They're attracted to the hops and the sugar. I would not be like, I mean, the way I, well, I think specifically it's, it's the just American the, cockroach. it's just the cold climate. I mean, it, even in the summer, it's probably just maybe it's too cold for them. I don't know. I don't or think maybe you guys aren't filthy animals like us, bro. But I mean, it's probably warm enough that they could survive now. But maybe not in the well, winter. I mean, your house isn't filthy though. I've never had. I've never lived anywhere where there was cockroaches. I mean, in an apartment, you're kind I, of fucked dude, because they're I, they're already there. 
If I hated there. them. So, listen, bro. It was in New York. You're Spock too. Horrible. They're just everywhere. I guess in New York, it's too late. It's like the rat problem there, man. It's just, it's just nothing too late. you do about it. Yeah. Nothing you could do about it. I hated them. Both indestructible creatures, man. Can't get get rid. You can't get rid of rats either. And they're so, no. they get they're so ballsy too. Like they get they get so rats damn or roaches ballsy. or both. Both. both but roaches uh, like like they'll just literally like crawl like it'll just crawl on you thinking you're not gonna kill it like fuck you dude yeah i mean I hate is it. it true that cockroaches don't actually technically bite they do not bite that is another one gross. Of my fun it's funny because i read this fun fact on um i think it was yeah it was uh the bug movie that we're about to do but anyways william castle was explaining to i think the main actress in the film that there's nothing to be scared of i think joanna miles in the film she's terrified of cockroaches and he's like well there's nothing to be worried about and he, he grabbed a real cockroach because they i think they they grabbed a bunch from the streets and stuff for the filming of the fi- movie yeah but they're all and filthy he, and shit. And he put it on his arm and it fucking bit him <laughs> did it really yeah i was like that's fucking hilarious because i always thought that cockroaches didn't bite either but i was reading this and I'm like that's pretty funny i think they even specify in this too that they don't technically bite but no yeah, yeah. they don't they don't bite and uh, maybe they also can scratch them or something. I don't know. They also can live for up to three months. Fun fact. They also can live up for t- three months without food. Three months. That's why they can't. Get well, rid- it, it, but that's very similar to like crocs and, and alligators and stuff like that, too. Right. They can they can eat and then not eat again for like another yeah, year. But they don't move. They just crocs and shit. They, yeah, they it's something about their genetic makeup, like the way they digest food. They can digest it so slow. Well, I mean, and, like think and, of it, frogs, too, like or something. They can fucking hibernate over winters and shit. A lot of animals are just better at surviving than us. Yeah. Yeah, and plus I think they're, killing them. They're, they're not really that prone to diseases and shit, so they don't have that factor either. Where a lot of animals do get certain diseases and they die off and stuff, but crocs they also like, have a septic bite too. A lot of those kind of things yeah. like that, the crocodiles and alligators. Yeah, because they're See, prehistoric here, along with the cockroaches. So yeah, fuck. Here on twenty two shots, you not only hear us talk about movies, but you learn about animals. <laughs> the, the intro turned into a fucking uh, into a one on one lesson. <laughs> it's zoology <laughs> it is zoology yeah yeah get yeah, my co- zoo cards out yeah cockroaches are you remember zoo books i had them all yeah lids probably didn't have zoo books up in canada yeah um, educated we, have, pricks. We, we have zoo books <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had hockey books <laughs> yeah you know what, they had the infomercials day- it's like it had like all the, it had like <laughs> had different hockey players on the covers <laughs> No, literally in our in our libraries, you, you, there was a hockey book section and there was also a beer book section too. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's a kid's to... library. Yeah. Jesus, no shit, man. Oh, it's so eighties. It's ridiculous. And it's right next to the fucking hockey section too. Beer and hockey goes together. You know, it's all we knew. It's all we knew. Hey, it's working out good now. I don't, I, I don't think I used that properly. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, question actually sounds Canadian where you don't. Well, he because Ontario East, that's where all those stereotypes in the in the in the um (laughs) in the accent and the way they talk and say and half the time I don't even fucking understand what the hell they're even talking about. I mean Americans have so many fucking stereotypical accents just by geographical location. Like everybody sounds like a stereotype in America. It just depends where you're from. Well the funny thing is is you can literally go just like 
you know, three hours away and the accents will be completely oh, yeah. different yeah. in America. Yeah, as they it's, say, I have a point place accent, which is like such a small little tiny place. Yeah. Like, well, New York is like, fascinating. Everybody sounds the same. You, you know, you go to the next borough and, and people sound completely different. Yeah. It's crazy. You're in Brooklyn, you go to Manhattan and stuff. Everyone sounds different. They use yeah, it's kind of like, uh, it's crazy. England like, as well is like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tons England, and tons. Yeah. But I mean, Canada from the East to the West, like, the east coast is so much older and has so much more um i guess migration from england and into ireland and, and all those accents and everything kind of got blended over there so that's why everyone kind of talks like that and stuff and as the further west you go it's so much newer like we just it's crazy like in the middle i think saskatchewan and stuff like they have really odd accents there do they not force quebecians to learn english no they don't have to why where, where the rest of canada actually has to take french i think until the eighth grade and then that's it's some bullshit left. because i was checking in these people from Qu quebec the other day and yeah. they didn't speak english and i'm like what the fuck bro yeah no they, they <laughs> like, don't that's that's, nah, bro, that's a touchy that. subject aren't they basically wanting to separate a lot and yeah. all that kind of shit yeah, yeah. they want to just, just, just let them go bro. there's tons of separatists and in, in that's quebec. like fucking texas always talking about me like we want to separate from these like yeah, just ahead, try up. it out see how but, that works but the problem is like in theory they know that they can't do it because if they separated from canada like nobody would trade with them like so how they're gonna fucking survive right i don't like, think it's they're thinking about that <laughs> but that's crazy like it's just not gonna work right it's crazy but yeah no Wait, why like, wouldn't they, they trade with them because if they want to go independent, they sound can, like dicks it's like they, you leave us can, we're not gonna help you <laughs> yeah well it's there's there's a lot more politics to that and stuff it's pretty crazy but yeah it was a big thing for you i don't really hear about the whole that's so weird thing anymore. That you guys have to learn french and you're the majority but the they don't have to learn English and they're the minority. Yeah, it is strange. It is very strange. Yeah. Because we even have to take languages in I, America. I think a lot of people in Quebec, though, yeah, like they, they choose to learn the English, though, too. Assholes because, about it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Americans are terrible. Language. They're the type of people that like put bumper stickers in the back and they're like, you know, it's like, speak English. Yeah. It's like, bro, and they get mad at people with broken English. It's like, that's their fourth language, bro. You can yeah, barely speak I don't English. Care Shut your that. fucking mouth, man. Right. Yeah, that's stupid. But like, like, we, like in, in American high school, you have to learn a second language. Right? Yeah, you had to pick one. I mean, I, 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 I learned Spanish because I was like, what's the easiest? They didn't offer Italian. I wanted <laughs> Italian. So I took Spanish. Well, I think well, in California, yeah, the, the official is second the most one. useful too for around yeah, here for us. Well, I would only take an Italian because the movies, but they didn't have it. So right, yeah. Then and I ain't like, learning no Nazi language in California. <laughs> Spanish is, a, is is the official second language there, right? Like it became an official second language there. The official second language of the entire United States is Spanish. Oh no! Oh really? Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. See, si, senor. <laughs> Yeah. I took like I took year of Spanish in college too. I barely know fucking any anymore. Uh, dude, it's I'm the worst Mexican it. ever because I don't know any. That's funny. I, I know the how to count the ten. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Yep, that's right. Yep, it's bang on. Yeah, Spanish is actually quite easy to learn. To be honest, that's what they say. It, it like if you actually start to think about it and, and break it down it's, it's really not that hard they also say of, oh, that it's harder to learn different language later in life which makes sense oh yeah, that's true that's true yeah i believe that because i think about when you learn language it just kind of feels like it happened right i don't remember doing it yeah could no, you imagine could you imagine like a 50 year old trying to learn e ebonics that would be crazy and funny <laughs> Can you imagine trying to learn sign language at like 50? How hard that shit would be? Because you'd be like, because yeah, you're fucking motors. Like, it's, it's, I, feel oh, like, I feel like that should be mandatory in school. 
like something yeah. useful like that like teach us saying sign language bro that, that is weird like in school they're like we're gonna teach you how to gallop it's like why don't you teach me spanish right now <laughs> right <laughs> or like we're how to teach do my taxes yeah like bro like we're gonna teach you about galloping and jump and crisscrossing your legs it's like bro i don't need this when am i gonna be crisscrossing my legs at 40 i can't even barely stand up (laughs) it's true though bro like why don't that like it's so dumb this stuff that you're like have to spend so much time on it's like dude i i became an adult and didn't know how to do my taxes i have to go pay someone to do my taxes and what's funny like, is they give you taxes in senior math like the failed math classes when you learn your taxes like right if you, if you take if you're smart and you take like the good math classes like you learned algebra like six it's like like you are going to use math but you might not use algebra fucking three but you will need to know how to do your taxes right it's probably one of the things you're going to need to know how to do like very soon yeah <laughs> stupid yep well thanks biden <laughs> <clears throat> should we uh should we get into the Sorry? reviews yeah eh, let's not review today okay let's talk about math class you know what really sucks about math classes they don't really teach you about cockroaches no i want to learn about cockroaches that's why i went to school in the first place yeah i would assume they probably don't in math class not at all anyways i hate math let's learn about uh cockroaches through these movies yes let's there do that go. let's do that all right with that said that's going to conclude the intro and we'll be back here with uh some cockroach reviews Yo, who this? Yo, Moods, it's your boy, the ill-mented funky child, calling you to remind you that the featured reviews on this episode contain spoilers. Aw, yeah, man, that's right, brother. Thanks for the heads up, player. Now go back to being an unproductive asshole. Fuck you. Now tell your listeners to stop being so dumb, silly, sensitive. Yeah. And now, our feature presentation. All right, so getting into the featured reviews here on episode 235. I mean, 36, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Um, so we're going to start with uh, 1977's simply titled movie, Bug. You cannot get any more simple than that. Um, fun fact. That's going to be the thing of the show, isn't it, JP? Yep. Fun fact. Fun, fun fact. Cockroaches are brown, black, or mixed in color, kind of like humans. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so this movie was directed by Janot Swark. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, I know the name because he directed Jaws 2. Really? Hmm. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, he directed Jaws 2. But <laughs> recently, because I'm actually a really big fan of this movie, I don't know why I am. Uh, from 1985, the um, the Santa Claus, the movie. You guys ever see that movie? It's not a horror film, but uh, no. You guys, no. Ever see, you guys never seen that one? It's a Christmas. I've seen movie. the Tim Allen Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. So this one was done in 1985. It's uh, the Dudley Moore film. Um, okay. It's actually pretty cool, man. I, I I watch it every odd year and stuff, but I rewatch it again. But anyways, he directed that one too, which I'm just very familiar with, and I believe that he did something else. So do you think people watched Bug? And they're like, this guy's perfect for Jaws too. Yeah, right. It, it, it is strange. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I doubt mean, it. His filmography is all over the place, man. He, he did a lot of TV series and TV movies and stuff like that. 
um and then of course he did bug in 75 uh that was actually penned by uh, william castle who wrote the screenplay yeah, for the film that's and, cool. and produced it right yeah and i guarantee the- this dude was not the first choice for jaws too they probably offered to like six guys oh yeah of course of course so yeah so william castle well fun fact about that too this was uh, the last movie I actually ever worked on before he died in 77 so oh william castle pressing yeah yeah so he did this in 75 and then passed away in 77 so um but yeah so he did bug uh jaws too which i guess would have been three years later he did a bunch of tv stuff in there so i'm 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 probably assuming that he did um he wasn't the first choice for this i'm assuming i mean a lot of tv work and stuff in there uh he worked on kojak though he did like 13 episodes that's kind of funny um and did he do something else he tons of tv like his filmography is like basically tv movies tv series and like jaws 2 and bug <laughs> you know what you know what cracks me up about the cast in this movie it's What's fucking that? bradford dillman's in it right and yeah. i mentioned this in a review because I, I already shot my review for it. it's not live yet but bradford dillman who was in piranha right right and he plays the same fucking character in every movie Man, he's also in Chosen Survivors, if I'm not mistaken. He always plays in these kind of movies. But in the original script of Piranha, if I'm not mistaken, basically weren't the Piranha like brought back by a crack in the ground? And they use that in the remake, right? Yeah. There's a big crack in the remake. And that's what happens here is the fucking roaches come out because there's like an earthquake or something and there's a crack in the ground. So Surprise, essentially, honestly, that happens a lot in these type of isn't movies. Isn't that weird, though? Because like, <laughs> well, this guy is in, he's in the original Piranha. Like, I mean, yeah. this guy's in a few Animal Attacks movies and he's just yeah. always like such a, a stale kind of generic guy and he i mean he's bradford dillman he's just that guy he just has that look you know like and he is he's in tons of these type of movies and you're right though like this became almost like a trope for shark films like the shitty shark films in the 2000s and stuff like this type of narrative where there's an earthquake and it basically like releases whatever's under the ground you know it literally in this case it kind of broke the ground apart and then these cockroaches came apparently they were doing that real deep down in, yeah. the, in the earth right and so they, they came to the surface we're doing that with um like um nowadays we're doing it with like uh antarctic stuff like arctic stuff like the basically the glaciers will melt and there'll be some weird creature in it like yeah. uh fucking blood glacier and i i know slashback wasn't like that exactly but it was kind of like that right. you know what i mean like and that's just kind of strange you know mm-hmm. like i'm surprised they you know what i wonder if they would make that take if they remade the the thing now or did a prequel if they'd make it like or just made some kind of sequel kind of made it like that that actually just froze on its own like it thought on right. its own yeah it unfroze on its own yeah like because i mean that's yeah. that's obviously they're making a lot of movies like that now too oh like yeah yeah bacteria yeah. within the glaciers yeah. that we right. haven't been exposed to in years yeah but that's I mean, kind of that's the new crack in the ground that's, that's the new crack scary, in the ground bro. well i mean to be honest i mean it kind of makes sense because the whole thing is is it's a little played out i mean there's like hundreds of movies with this exact narrative there was an earthquake yeah. but then there's no explanation to anything it's just like oh these things were prehistoric and this is just what they were that's kind of like tremors too right in the first we time assume yeah. that there was some sort of earthquake or something that unleashed them yeah exactly all right so quick little synopsis on bug which we pretty much gave away uh an earthquake releases a strain of mutant cockroaches with the ability to start fires which is pretty unique <laughs> the, in itself is... <laughs> yeah it's very unique uh which yeah. proceed the cause to, to cause destructive chaos in a small town the studies carried out by scientist james however reveal an intent with much more far-reaching consequences well that's because he kind of created that himself right but this guy is such a douchebag like did anyone else question like at the very end i was like what is he doing like i thought he was just depressed trying to find a way to eradicate it sorry okay no he's trying he's trying to yeah i know but bro it's time to eradicate these things you've seen what happened he's like they're gonna die on their own he's like i can't allow that i gotta make this way worse than it should be 
I know that's the funny right. thing about this the, narrative the, the, is that literally, actually, if you <laughs> if you had it just if you had it just went on with your fucking day, you know they would have just died off because there's some really interesting ideas in this mo- in the narrative, which I think is kind of got unique. the bends. So like roaches I, got the bends too. Yeah, like the roaches. The way you said that was funny. So the roaches <laughs> are very unique in itself because they can they have the ability to start fires, which I've never seen that before with bugs and stuff. So that's kind of that's kind of unique but then they discover also that these cockroaches are basically dying off because they came from way down below in the earth and what happens is they were able to survive down at the you know this you know kind of the psi that's down there so when they come to the earth they're actually being crushed they're they're they, yeah. they, they can't release their pressure right so there's actually a really cool in the uh, scene in the film where he stabs one and it kind of blows up you know i mean the way they do the effect and stuff but it kind of shows that uh the pressure that's building up in these things and they're essentially just going to die off on themselves yeah so, so they're like dangerous right now but yeah. Gonna all they'll be, be gone shortly so basically yeah. so let's like, try to mate them with a regular cockroach and and, and ruin make them a, the super entire planet. human cockroaches i get it from a standpoint like you want it you want to study them and because do things that's and stuff. what scientists do it's yeah but commentary. dude he should be so distraught i thought he was trying to destroy it i know it is a commentary but it's just so stupid yeah like oh. this guy is such a fucking idiot that i cheered on the roaches when he died at the end i know i was like it, fuck you it, you well, dumb he, fuck he goes like mad a little bit too i know right? he goes like, crazy i didn't even know what is nuts and then he w- talks to that one guy. He's like, "You should help me because what so they, are they did." Trying- it's like, I, "Are you trying to kill them? No, you're trying to breed them and then like get yourself like them named after you." Fuck off! See, that, you see trash that's the bag. We- that's the weird thing about this movie. Like the first thirty minutes are very interesting. We get all these factoids about what these cockroaches are, what what they are, and and how they're dying off, and how they even travel. Like they actually don't have eyes, and they're traveling basically. They're hitching rides essentially. They're hitching <laughs> <They're fucking-> rides. <laughs> they're just going to anything that could possibly be like combustible and getting on it or something. His reaction to the yeah. his, his reaction when he figures out like how they're traveling, he's like, "Oh, this is what they're doing." I'm like, "Yeah, fuck, they're hitchhiking, motherfucker. That's what they're doing." Yeah, <laughs> that they're getting around. But I get the whole idea—the most dangerous scary. hitchhiker since Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. <laughs> I get the fact, though, like it is a scary idea. These cockroaches with the ability to start fires because if these things spread out to various locations, like they would just start fires everywhere. Like you need to contain that kind of oh, thing. Yeah. But that narrative doesn't really get explored as much as him this movie is almost like a descent into his psyche like this guy is so obsessed with figuring out something that doesn't kind of like a unknown origin right because he's a very smart professor they've already concluded that these things are going to die off on their own they can't survive on the earth's uh, atmosphere because of the pressure so therefore they're going to die off and that was the end of it so so you take the second half of the movie after the first 30 minutes, which are pretty exciting. There's some pretty cool scenes with well, like vehicles well, catching on first, fires and, and, you know, other characters dying and things like that. I want to talk some about the first 30 minutes before we get move on. I thought it was brilliant that they opened it up with the preacher saying it's a big hellfire and everybody's yeah. going to burn. And then right. like you're like, oh, this is so cool. This is going someplace. It's creating this small town of these individuals. And then it goes into your descent into madness. And it it was fine, but it kind of was just a little lackluster, to be honest. Actually, that scene where the earthquake is still the beginning of the movie, like like Dave so just good. said, you, you so have good. this preacher who's literally he's telling you what's going to happen kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's and- so cool. And then this earthquake happens, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but I was watching the preacher while the earthquake was happening. He's still fucking preaching the whole time. <laughs> he's literally still giving. He's his going down with the ship. Moves. He's, he's going down with the ship. He is. He's totally going down with the ship. He's the fucking captain, bro. It's hilarious, man. I'm watching him, and he's like literally still preaching shit. I'm like, this is fucking. That's batshit insane, dude. Like, who would do that? Like, the building is literally getting <laughs> ripped apart. There's beams that are falling down. This guy's like, raise the Lord. And I'm like, he's a dedicated man of God. I'm like, 
burn. He's like, we're all gonna burn. It's coming true. <laughs> He's definitely. What, what do they call those he guys? Was the Messiah that, like, that those horrible preachers that always talk. No, <laughs> yeah. the the preachers that talk about you fucking like burning in hell, no matter what. There's like a certain like limit. There, I can't remember what their denomination is. That there's yeah, only X know. amount of place in heaven, and everybody else is doomed to burn. So it doesn't matter. But yet, if Isn't it doesn't like matter, I'm already predetermined to burn in hell. Then why the fuck am I even here? No, right, exactly. Oh, I've never understood. I've never understood that whole angle. Right? It, yeah. It it's like there's no only sense. X amount of places in heaven and they've all been chosen and it's fate then why the fuck do i even bother coming yeah so you're right the, the movie starts out fantastic and then and then we get these cockroaches and then we get some deaths like it's kind of cool like you see these cockroaches coming out of mufflers and stuff and also this vehicle like you know fucking you know explodes into fucking fire and people are I, I think the dying and burning the deaths are great like there's a couple yeah. deaths in here of people getting fucked up and i'm like this is brutal yeah, the yeah. first thirty minutes are really good because we get and a lot of this. the damn sound, the the sound that they're using, is like very oh. unsettling. Yeah, poor Patty McCormick from uh, fucking Bad Seed. That's the girl from the Bad Seed, and she gets fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she gets it the worst. I love so, the like look of this desert town. It like gives me West Craven Hills have eyes vibes. Good call. Yeah, actually, my very first note on my thing is like it captures a small town feels so well it really does do for sure, especially with the of, desert like setting though like this california yeah. desert like mm -hmm. it just looks cool i miss movies don't look like that at all anymore no 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 i just like the fact that they're that these things are like literal fire bugs <laughs> like, they know. are just like yeah that's so weird it's such a weird concept it's like you would think like you just do the simple like well let's just make them like people on fire it's like that's but, bizarre so <laughs> as like as the third so i love you know, how just like after a couple of seconds like the whole town's on fire <laughs> like like yeah. there's all these fire trucks and stuff i think pretty sure there's some stock footage in there too <laughs> oh there probably is but like the, the, the movie just takes such a drastic turn it almost yeah. gets like psychological it it, it feeds into well, you this professor's obsession to with be so formulaic because yeah. they all are most of them are from the like 70s onward there you're there's a very simple formula it's a very yeah. simple formula it's almost <laughs> the same formula as a disaster movie they're all the same formula yeah. i guess like yeah. you know this one kind of deviates it, from it, that because i guess it was early well it formula. becomes very individualized like he becomes he he, he com becomes so obsessed with the idea of changing this thing and not allowing it to die that like it kind of gets away from i guess where the first 30 minutes of the narrative was kind of going and stuff but like all the stuff that he's really doing and that he's losing his mind over and stuff and there's even points too where he descends so deep into his own madness that like you even wonder if it's even happening but then you you, you do soon realize that what he's doing actually is happening and stuff and these you know he's created like a different like he he, he breeds these cockroaches and then they become just smart dessert scene is really he, good he basically good evolves it basically like it's kind of that old story like if you want to play god you're going to get burned quite literally kind yeah. of thing right so if you're yeah. changing well, nature and you're doing things story, right it is the frankenstein story and I, I like the fact that they literally they're literally using the burning as you know as a driving force here but like the scenes where those cockroaches like almost start to communicate and they start spelling out words i'm like okay is this really that happening? is fucking creepy by the yeah, way yeah i was like is this really happening because or it reminded me of joe's apartment which yeah because for some reason neither of you fucks have seen yeah. yeah like he's not literally not, lost his mind and i'm like these things are spelling out but then you soon realize oh yeah this is totally fucking happening but it's just like you know if you're going to change shit man you're going to get burned and like it, it's it's a very interesting angle this film takes from the first act and then the next 45 minutes of the film is literally this dude housed up in this like cabin just losing his fucking mind over these things it's like really kind of odd and then it kind of picks up towards the end and then it goes batshit with 
like literally flying fucking cockroaches. And they're just like so weird. There's like bright fucking bread. Yeah. Which is weird because cockroaches it's, it's already can fly. Some Fun can. fact. Well, there's only some. I think there's very few species that can actually fly and they can't fly very far. Right? They're kind of they like, they can't fly very far, but they're kind of like fly. ducks, right? They, they, don't, can fly. they don't really fly, but they can fly. It's like flying fish. Those, they can fly for a certain ones in Florida distance flew. and then they just, and then they just fall in the back of the water. Right? So. They kind of just like flew back and forth just to get up higher is what the roaches were doing in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, they were like flying like a bird. They wouldn't take off and then like fly halfway across the state. You know, they were just kind of gliding like a squirrel or yeah. something, a flying squirrel. Well, that actually was on my fun facts list that, I mean, I, I just know all this stuff actually, but um, they, <laughs> they, they do fly. They can fly. You know, what's really funny about these movies? Um, like American cockroaches are, I believe, can't fly though. No. You know, what's really interesting about these oh. films? Like they're in a sense, they're essentially all very similar, right? But different. Um, they got different core narratives to them, like the cause and, and effect of, you know, um, the cockroaches and stuff. But there's one thing that all these movies have in common. There's always a mutilation of an animal in each one. This one has a mutilation of a cat that just gets yeah, really fucked very up. Very unpleasant, man. bro. And then the dog in the next. And then the third one, there's like a guinea pig. Like there's always there's like a dog. A, there's a cat in the second one, too. Yeah. And, but then the dog one. Like the dog is, well, oh, that's fucking just that gnarly. cat is fucked. Yeah, the cat. Yeah, I think they killed. I think that cat was dead for real. Like, I don't, it was very, <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I even like, said, I, don't know I even have them. that written in my notes too. I'm like, I don't know. What, I'm like, the dead cat that they show, like the after effect, that was definitely a real cat. <laughs> well, what was we don't it? know is, yeah, that cat, that, that after effect was dead. So either they yeah. like had a cat that looked like it that was dead for like a science experiment and they yeah. just found a cat that looked like the dead cat. I don't fucking know. But all that I know is that there was an unlisted uh, PA on here called Reguero Diodato. So that might have something to do with it. Wait, what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the that fuck would be up. crazy, but I know. No, but like that scene with We the killed a cat for real. Why? Cinema. <laughs> yeah, that that scene is crazy, man. This cat's like in this field, and it's just getting attacked by these like fire bugs, and it's just jumping around in the in the way the sound effects are. The like, sound oh effects, God. dude. The sound effects are so cool in this film. It's yeah, freaking. So that was it. very effective. That was very effective. But then it just changes gear. Like I don't really know what to think of like the next forty. Well, it's actually like 50, 55 minutes of this dude housed up here small. just losing his mind, and it's, it's literally. Small. And it's literally just him. And every once in a while, somebody will bring him like some supplies or something. And he loses it on them and fucking blah, it's, blah, blah. It's very it, 50s style sci-fi. That last mm -hmm. 50 minutes. It's like, we're, it's like a Godzilla movie. It's like, now we're going to talk for an hour. Just, I, we only got $25 to make Godzilla. That's what I said. I, I, I wrote this in my notes. I'm like, they blew their wad in the first half an hour with all these special effects and the cats and the, and the burning. Cause they, they do burn a lot of shit. In the first there's a lot of special hour. effects at the end of the beginning. And then there's none for like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. There's none for like 45 minutes at least. Yeah, like you're it's, right. It is crazy. But the beginning, there's a lot of shit that burns. They literally blow up, you know, those vehicles and there's there's fires everywhere, buildings and shit, which could be stock. I have no idea. But and then the end, the, of course, the, the effects are they are what they are. But the the leading guy is he's such a weird actor to me. Like, I don't know if I like him or dislike him as an actor. He's just there. Like, he's just that Bradford Delvin is always just there. This is the first time I've seen him completely fucking unhinged, though. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, oh, completely out of it, man. I remember him from he was in which which um, Piranha uh, for sure. Dirty no, he was in a Dirty Harry movie, too. Which one was he? Was he a Magnum Force? Here, I'm going to look it up. I'll look oh, it up. Here it, here it is right here. The Enforcer. Oh, yeah, the second he, one? Is that yeah, the second one? That's plays, the third one. He plays the captain in it. Right. I, you, I just know that face. Yeah, he's, I think he's the police captain in that film. Well, who's the captain in the first Dirty Harry? Um, 
Harry. John Vernon's not in the first one, is he? No. Is he a captain? I mean, I know John Vernon did a bunch of movies at Clint Eastwood. Well, who the captain in the first one is somebody of note. Now we're talking about dirty fucking Harry movies. Yeah, it's somebody I can't remember. Honestly, I just look watched all of them too, and I can't remember the fucking who is, who it is. Dude, those but movies yeah, are awesome, by the way. He's definitely in the Enforcer for sure. I knew he was in one of them because that's actually because I've seen all the Dirty Harry movies so many times. I'm like, I know Dillman from one of the films. Um. Piranha. You know, he's just got that face. It seems like he's in so much. Oh, he was in. Uh, is he in? Is he in Chosen Survivors? I feel like he is. He's also in Sudden Impact. He plays Captain Briggs in it. So he plays a oh, different character. Sudden Impact's the one I like. I love that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mayor is John Vernon. John Vernon's the mayor in Dirty Harry. He is in it. Okay. So it's funny because in The Enforcer, he plays Captain McKay. And then <laughs> in Sudden Impact, he plays Captain Briggs. What the fuck is he going on? That's so he so plays weird. two different characters, but he plays the same position as a captain. I, I don't even think I names their kid Bradford. Well, there's one guy in one dude. I think it's one of the black. I think it's the black. He plays in all five, um, all five of uh, Dirty Harry movies. He's got small parts, but he plays different characters like in all of them. It's hilarious. Can't remember what the guy's name is right now. But yeah, anyways, Brad, Bradford Dillman. I get it though, man. I get like the unappeal to him, and I get the appeal because he has that face that's very recognizable, and you're like, oh, I know that dude. Like, I know him from shit. He's been in other movies that I like and stuff. And then, but he's almost unrecognizable by the end of this movie. Like, he, it's like he's just so he's just outdid himself so much, and he's so. Do you baffled. ever want to make a character look unhinged? Just have him show up with a beard. Yeah, especially a clean cut guy <laughs> like that. That guy don't look right. like he like, ever has a beard. Once he starts growing that beard, I'm like, he's. Don't they comment out. on it too? They're like, yeah, you look good with a beard. They they, they say he needs to take a bath or something. You start smelling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like what he's like. I like when the dude like comes in there like looking for the chick, and uh, he's like t- starts over explaining things like, and then I must have, I fell asleep because of the cigarette. It was the cigarette. Yeah, you burning. know, you know that somebody's lying when they over explain stuff or they volunteer <laughs> yeah, information. Right. It's like it's like he's like just sees the tape and he's like, you know what this this was such a crazy accident. Like I I was tired. I was you know you fell don't sleep, but there was the cigarette. He knows he's experimenting on those fire roaches. <laughs> You know, the more I think about it, man, the more I'm disappointed in the movie. Like, I like this movie, but it's I, fine. I just feel like there's a way better because, okay, so again, going back to the first 30 minutes when we learn all this stuff, another thing that we you get all the allegory the with the fucking burning and the priest, you're like, oh, cool, damnation, yeah. the earthquake. You're like, well, this is going to be cool. And then you're see, like, oh, I'm going to spend 45 minutes with Bradford Dillman. I just love the fact that, like, in when in seventies filmmaking, like they're literally fucking shits on fire, shits getting destroyed and stuff like that. But I like the the other part of what they throw in with the cockroaches too. Is the cockroaches actually eat the the coals and the and, and the ash yeah, and stuff? Yeah, that's yeah. actually kind of how they're so. That's another kind of oddity that they throw in. So there's lots of like little anecdotes and little cool things that they make up the narrative of the cockroaches. But then it doesn't really get explored because I think the scariest thing about this film and having a you know kind of subterranean prehistoric cockroach that can start fires which doesn't even really make any sense why they would have the ability to do that considering they were like way down in the earth what the fuck would they need that ability for it doesn't really make well, a lot of sense well they eat ash but like so if they're down by the earth they would be closer to the core which would make it they would they wouldn't burn do they die when they get burned because it would make sense if they burn because they'd, they'd have a tougher exterior you'd think if they're tougher closer to the core you would think so you would think so, so, but they are attracted to eat ash, so they're right. immediately going to go to the car. I don't know why they can start fires, though. Yeah, so that that's it's it doesn't a cool, make any sense. I don't it's know. It's a cool thing, know. but they don't really. It doesn't really play out. But I, like I said, though, like going back to the fire thing, which I think is a really 
cool part of the narrative. I think it's a scary thought though. Like if you unearth maybe it maybe it these, attracts other animals that are in the core that would be looking for warmth or well just think about how much chaos that is potentially uh available here. I mean these cockroaches theoretically you know once they get unleashed they can go everywhere right they're just going to go places they're going to you know travel do whatever yeah. but if they start yeah, starting fires everywhere animals if they start well, all, fires also it everywhere, doesn't make sense though because they can't see so they wouldn't need the fire for light right and but like my my point is is that if these things spread out and they started fires everywhere that's a scary maybe they, maybe it's just a defense mechanism like the bombardier well, beetle in real but, life. but they, they basically create their own food they set something on fire then eat the ashes exactly. kind of like a fly lands on something and pukes on it and then sucks up the puke it's similar exactly. to that yeah, but yeah, yeah. for some it's reason exactly they only that. can digest ashes but yeah. i don't know why probably because they grew up on the, the by the earth's core which is all ash so they ate i don't know so they somehow developed it's, it's maybe gotta have they got away from it. the earth's core and they couldn't get, eat the ashes anyway so they evolved so they create their own food source who the yeah. fuck knows i mean it's a movie about fire roaches you can't really pick it apart <laughs> okay that much. so what i'm trying to get at here is that the idea that i find the scariest about this movie is that you have the these cockroaches that have the ability to start fires so if they get unleashed throughout the whole town and you knowing this as a, as a professor as a scientist or whatever that these things could start fires i mean really you'd be living in terror because everywhere you go there could potentially be a fire like things could just be burning down every yeah, single but place this right? guy's so dumb he's just but trying be to a race against their life longer yeah that's the thing and that's what i don't understand about the whole Me either of him trying to genetically create. i thought he was trying to kill them but then he's trying to keep them longer so well, he can name something that's exactly what the problem is is that he, it's almost like it changes like at first shit. he wants to kind of study them but then he realizes oh i want to make them why would you want to make them fucking smarter why would because you it's science that's what scientists do yeah, but, yeah, but he they never was like that before in fact you think after his wife died he would be more upset at the roaches but now he's just a complete 180. It, 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 it's just like his he because doesn't make any sense he's he obsessing can, over that. it's a moral lesson though man you fuck with you fuck with creations man this is what happens man you get buried. i think it could have been more better i don't think they handled it very well though how it, no i don't I think just, they handled it perfectly but I, i'm cool with it i think there's so I'm many good upset. ideas and there's so much terror with the fires like if they hadn't not had this you know this whole professor locked up in a house and like people are in the city and fires are getting started yeah, no everywhere and it, people are it trying could to, have been a it could have been a we could have had movie, but that we could have had character actor heaven he could have been flying <laughs> on like the preacher could have been strother martin he could have been like we're all gonna burn in hell and then like yeah. a roach lands on his face and fucking he runs into a restaurant and fucking runs into the kitchen and explodes we could have had so much cool shit this movie's like we're getting cheap on you you could have had you could have had you know family sitting down for and they're doing their prayers and all of a sudden these cockroaches are coming out of the fucking sink <laughs> they're starting fires and they're, they're literally yeah fucking no shit like shit like but the, the terror is real because if if there's potential to have a fire in every single place in the city that's fucking scary Right? And if you didn't have the money, you could have slipped back to cast like Tremors and had like a handful of people and just picked them off like Tremors did. I mean, like this movie, it's like it's all right, but it's kind of a failed. Like it's it's really kind of like a letdown to be. Yeah, it, I was really like rewatching this film. I was so upset that I didn't really remember it too well, and I was like, oh my god, there's so much potential here to have such a better movie. But they they hold up this professor, and it became a psychological fucking it became psychological warfare i'm like see i kind of like that though because it's just different i've seen the movies you guys are talking about i've seen a bunch yeah, yeah. but you ain't seen fire roaches no but <laughs> i haven't but That's the ability true. but the ability to have that terror in every single place in the city is actually kind of cool a lot of these type well, of we already got we phase four for psychological trauma yeah i mean and other cockroaches it's not really the biggest four? no uh, no phase four came out 74 is it 70 no. yeah phase four is like 73 or 74 something like i'll that. look it up 
I'll I haven't watched that in a long time. It's been a while too weird. since I've watched it, but but no, I I mean I get where you guys are coming from. I definitely think this movie could have been a lot better. You can see that it had a lot more potential. Phase four seventy four. Yeah, and I just think I just think honestly they spend wait like it's literally about 50 55 minutes of this guy hold up but like I think they just spend too no, much it's time. It's not that long. It it's is not that long at all. Dude, this movie is no 100 way. minutes. This movie is 100 minutes long. Right yeah, down is. to the 100 minutes. It's I it literally was time it was like about 45 50 minutes of you know the th- first 30 minutes, man, and you add 50 that's 80. There's still 20 more minutes, man. Like it only goes batshit at the end for like the last like nine ten minutes. It's crazy. It's ten minutes. I've looked. I'm. I, I was skipping through the movie. I. I swear to it, it didn't start that him being all by himself until later than that. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, thirty minutes in a movie is still quite a bit. I mean, they they cover and like I said, the first thirty minutes are pretty exciting. It's pretty cool, and you're like, damn, this is kind of a different premise, man. Cockroaches that could have the ability to do this shit. Yeah. Scary. The first That's fucking first scary. First 30's great, and then the attack scenes are great. The the lady on the phone, uh, yeah. Patty McCormick's, her death scene's great. And and yeah. some of Dillman's acting is, is worth it, but like I said, by the end of it, I, it kind of wore out its welcome. The last 10 minutes is pretty cool, because yeah. you're so glad to watch Dillman get what the fuck he deserves for being a goddamn idiot. Yeah, he's just, yeah. like, see, <laughs> you want to play God? You get fucking burned, bro. And like, but he was just, just so stupid. I don't even understand his insanity. Like, I mean, guess no. you don't understand insanity, but it, it, lo- even like, you know how people snap? Like when Rhodes snaps in Day of the Dead, you're like, I get it. Logan, I get it. Everybody. And then from, I don't know what you, I don't get your reasoning. Like, he's just, a, he's just like not a good dude. He's <laughs> just a dookie head. Well, that's the thing, though. The medical like, he, term. He seems like he is, though. Like, he's his professor. People say, yeah, at like first. Him. They seem to like him, you know, going into this situation. Then he obviously psychologically changes his profile because he becomes so obsessed. But that happens yeah. with people. People get obsessed with things. They they change, man. Your mentality is not the same as it once was. But and you it probably never will be. You're being obsessed with these and it directly cause your wife to be alone and get killed by the roaches. And then instead of like backing away from the roaches and like he dives in even 10 Some times more respond but to it's, death instead of ways. trying to eradicate them quicker he's like i want to elongate their lives why <laughs> see that's the that's the major problem with, is that they were already dying off like i mean dude I, I get it that's why he wanted to like you know kind of create and you know do this but it, it, it was really like because they if always, i elongate these roaches that killed my wife they'll forever be like continue i don't know who knows he did he like he doesn't like that's the thing with like scientists is they don't think that it's going to get out of hand like they think they can control everything you know what i mean so like uh, us as an audience sees like obviously this is not gonna end well i mean you're like, right you're right it's just a little bit too fast it's not handled perfectly the transition yeah, it's definitely not, not it's just like sloppy no, right. it's yeah. like stumbling into it it was kind of like for a- now we're in the third act and this is fucking whatever you know and and i wouldn't even have that big of a problem with that either if it didn't have such great ideas in the first half an hour like it's just like holy shit it gives you so much and you're like oh really Dude, so he was, you know when the um the kid asked the the professor if there's any bugs that can like create fire, which is funny. He actually mentions um a beetle, which I believe he is referencing the bombardier beetle. You guys know what that is? No. Well, no, but it's it's bomb bombardier beetle. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the 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 I've known about this for a while. I saw a video on it like on the on YouTube like. 10 years ago but hmm. it actually it actually shoots boil near boiling like chemicals out of its abdomen and 
that it kind of is similar to these fire roach things you know what I mean? so what's the point of it like what is it just a, a defense, defense mechanism? mechanism yeah yeah it actually it actually has two chambers in its in its uh abdomen that has two different chemicals and when they mix it's one of them is hydrogen peroxide but when they mix it creates like a chemical reaction and it fucking shoots out you, of its uh do scientists know why these exist because it's just such a strange characteristic in anything to be able i know to do it that. is That's well there's a there's a toad weird. that has uh stuff that if you, you piss it off it can actually shoot a liquid from behind its eye and if it gets in your eyes it can cause blindness yeah crazy. they do it Again. to dogs a lot yeah. wow dicks dogs are pretty nice well, dogs try to eat toads. You get fucking yeah, a, a face full of fucking. And dogs whatever. will. They're and just dogs playing will. with them, bro. You they don't know, bro. Know. You're a fat little toad. You ain't getting fucked with. Yeah, you got exactly. one fucking defense mechanism. You're just exactly. fucking fat. <laughs> well, it's funny actually. There's videos of toads eating these bombardier beetles, and then them fucking shooting this hot liquid in the toad's I, mouth, and they spit them out. I've Shoot. seen that. I've seen that toads That's doing what she that. Said. But, That's what she said. But yeah. they're too stupid to register. They just keep doing it. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> that's um, funny. But yeah, the that that's a move. That's a insect movie right there. Bombardier beetles. Hmm. Get sci-fi on the phone. I'm sure yeah. they got a, some fucking six dollars to waste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got um, some clip art to make. Fucking. Uh, I'm good on this one. Yeah, I'm we good. talked a lot about this movie actually. Yeah. Um, ratings. Uh, how about you go, JP? Okay, uh, I think I like this movie a little bit more than you guys. Um, I've seen this movie a handful of times in my life, and I have it, actually have it on DVD, which has a horrible cover, by the way. Um, the, the Screen Factory cover is way better on the blue. And I really like the transfer on this, too. It's, it, I, I love these like 70s movies. Like I said, it reminded me of Hills Have Eyes, Wes Craven, or like mid-70s stuff. I, and especially the desert looks cool. Um, fun fact, cockroaches often leave a chemical trail in their feces that other roaches follow in search for food, which allows them to essentially create a swarm. Um, and I like this movie, so I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. Dave? Fun fact, 6.5. <laughs> actually, that's a lot closer than I thought. Fun fact, the, uh, the outside of the house was actually the Brady Bunch house. Or the, the exterior <laughs> shots for the brain. Yeah, really? yeah, that's the same house that they used. That's yeah, funny. Shit. That is funny, actually. Just and actually, it even says something. But it says there are several similarities to the Paramount's uh, Phase Four film. So yeah, this one is very comparable. Oh, to also, Phase fun 4. fact: this is the yeah. second greatest movie named Bug in existence. Oh, William Friedkin's bu- Bug's way better, bro. Yeah, bug that's why is, I said second best. Dude, that movie is fucking amazing, man. It's crazy. And talk about people holed up in a fucking room that go crazy and shit. That, that's some like A-list style act, Ashley Judd and Michael Shannon. That's I, I've always movie. said that Michael Shannon's performance in that is one of my all-time favorite performances ever. Yeah, like, great, legitimate man. They they both knock it out the fucking park there. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I uh, love you Mike. know how I saw that movie because I meant to buy a movie called Bug and from Go yeah. Hastings they sent right. me that. Right, and it wasn't. It was a sci-fi movie called Bug that I was trying to see. And they sent me that, so I'm wa- I'm watching this movie. I'm like, man, this seems a lot higher quality than the than the that, shit that, that totally I was sounds expecting. like a second spin mistake because that would happen all the time if you ordered a film and it had like you know multiple the same films title, the same yeah. name. You would yeah. always get the one you didn't order. I'm like, fuck, seriously. There's there's literally a sci-fi channel like Killer. Uh, I think it's 
scorpions actually called bug and uh they i literally got that one didn't realize it i'm watching i'm like man this just doesn't seem like sci-fi no <laughs> happy accident though that, yeah, oh it, really it was i fucking loved it yeah michael shannon is uh, i love that dude man he's good in everything he's a great actor michael shannon nine out of ten <laughs> yeah um all right so bug i'm at uh, the same rating six and a half out of ten it's a decent quality movie i just yeah so um that is going to conclude bug from 1975 the nest all right, so moving along into the second film here, we're going to take it to the 80s, uh, specifically 1987, with a film titled The Nest, directed by Terrence H. Winkless. Wow. What did this guy do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all? No, he did some other movies. Probably not horror movies, though. No, I'm I'm trying to find like genre-based type films. He did some uh, a kung fu movie and stuff. I listened to the commentary today. You listened to the goddamn. Did he do Blood Fist? Oh, Blood Fist. He did the first Blood Fist film because there's what like, oh fuck me. There must be ten of these now. Blood Fist movies. This was his first directorial debut feature. He did some shorts before. He said that Julia Corman, uh, Corman's wife, got him the job. Yeah. Because his shorts were pretty good. He direct. Oh, he directed not of. Not of this earth in uh, the 95 version? I guess so. Wow. So there was a 95 version. Okay. So that was, I guess, the second remake of that film. But yeah, no. So he did uh, the first Blood Fist with Don the Dragon Wilson, which is fucking amazing. I think there's literally like six or seven of those Blood Wow. He's he also, also directed he's also a writer on Power Howling. Rangers. Yeah, he definitely did. also a writer on Howling, too. Oh, okay. Crazy. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, from like Corman, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, blood yeah, fist. yeah, I wish they would put out a huge box. That, that that's like a that's like a fucking vinegar syndrome thing, man. The blood fist just box. Do like set. the first one on BSA or something. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So the nest from 1987, horrifying shocker as a biological experiment goes haywire when meat eating mutant roaches invade an island community, terrorizing a peaceful New England fishing village and hideously butchering its citizens. Can I'll I say something right up there for the, the nest? The poster's amazing. That's that's Corman 101. But the, the one thing that I find absolutely hilarious about this movie, right? Right. Is that it's based on a book? No, that's funny. Is it funny, <laughs> really? <laughs> they all were back in the day. But no, Robert Lansing stars in it, right? From stuff like Scalpel. And But you know what he starred in from 1980? Island Claws. Tell me Island Claws is not the same exact plot as The Nest. It is. It's, a, it's the same, same movie. movie. I just watched it's Killer Crabs. I, I, I just watched. Why well, I, I watched and it has the same actor stuff. in it. Yeah, it's Killer Crabs, Killer Roaches. Same. Damn, movie. I'm gonna have to watch it. I didn't realize it's, that. I'm, it's I'm literally the same list. thing. It's the same thing. It's the same movie. It, it, this it, is he also of, is in Empire of the Ants. What's he? Lansing is. He's yeah. in Empire of the Ants. Oh, crazy! Oh, I love yeah. the I love the actor. He's great in Scalpel. If you've ever seen Scalpel, it's yeah, a great Scalpel's movie. Scalpel's fucking awesome. He's man. also in Numa the Killer Whale. If you go into Scalpel thinking it's a slasher, no. But. No, Scalpel is really Southern Gothic sleaze. It's yeah, good. It, You'd it's like good. it as incest, JP. It does. It does, actually. <laughs> um, Fun fact, cockroaches are incestuous. Ha! That's funny. Yeah, th- this Fun movie... Fun fact, here- Robert Lansing made love to a cockroach while on the set of The Nest. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. So this is one of those weird movies that, like, 
you basically don't learn what's happening you don't le learn the narrative really until like what the last 15 minutes of the movie 20 minutes of the movie so we have like something's going wrong right there's these cockroaches and they're obviously like meat eaters cockroaches cockroaches they're they're taking out fucking animals and people and shit like that and then these ones are fucking mo definitely the most violent of the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the way they reveal the way they reveal what's happening is really well cut together because it cuts back between the two people telling the story yeah i love it's like, that. actually this movie actually is really well edited for what it is yeah yeah and this it's pretty be better than it should be and it's got some pretty decent effects in it too like yeah like it's like cheap screaming mad george effects right yeah it looks good though it looks good for what i it like is. them i like them yeah um the one actress in here what is it lisa lang langlios i don't know what the fuck her name is man she's like so dry in it though man oh yeah she she's is the a, daughter what, the of, bad woman oh no 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 not the doctor she's the daughter of um of i guess the villain <laughs> i guess the guy oh that's you're talking about her the one who has like the the big tear scene she's okay i mean the villain's pretty good i like how she plays it she plays really cold and yeah and she's cold. awesome in the film man like she's just like super cold right oh man like the experiments on the cat that was fucked and the bug just, guy's good too the bug fucked. guy's fun the exterminator yeah, yeah i think that, like, i think that it says that he actually um is it homer probably a lot yeah he, he like, improved a lot of his shit yeah yeah he like basically yeah improved all his lines which kind of makes sense but it comes it comes off so natural sometimes when people do shit like that it's just i don't know it works for him that type of kind of offshoot character <laughs> but uh yeah no I, I honestly every time i watch this film man i have fun with it it's it's pretty i mean the storyline you're right though it's island claws it really is it's the same fucking thing <laughs> they're probably both based off books too probably uh, the same writer the bug actually bug the last film i believe is based on a book also so they just That's uh that shit cracks me up when people are like they got no original ideas anymore it's like back in the day they used to base every goddamn horror movie off a book and even if they were cheesy, they were just fun, dude. I bet Slugs is a book. <laughs> They're all books. Uh, Death Wish was a book. Everything think, was a book, guys. Relax. I, I think one of my favorite things about this movie is like in the end in the in the cave and stuff like that. That whole concoction is this what I'm going to call it is fucking crazy looking, man. That shit's crazy. Almost that you think Brian Usna directed it. Totally. That's the first <laughs> thing I was thinking because it totally just looks like something using it would do, man. Just kind of incorporate everything into or, one and, and those huge, Japanese style and the, stuff too. And the huge scrotums hanging down, like those big nests, like those things are awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, those are cool. Yeah, they got a cool. couple real gnarly fucking deaths in this movie. Yeah, it's got dude. a good small town feel. Um, the new the New England shit, man. This one's fun. This is the only one I had seen before, and I'd seen this one a long time ago, and I always liked it. Mm -hmm. I've actually seen all DVD. three of these a bunch of times. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, never this one I've seen the least actually, which is funny. Yeah, the next one I'd never seen before. I thought I had, but no, I started watching. I was like, no, I've never seen this movie for sure. So Yeah, but. fun fact. The cockroaches uh that were used in this film, for several years the sets had roach issues after the film yeah. was done. Yeah. That's the same thing with creep show. Like, bro, if you use roaches you're I would never. If they're like, they're, we're filming in your house. We're going to use some roaches. I'm like, no, you're not. Because <laughs> you know, nope. there was no control. There was no controlled set there. Nothing, man. They just let these things roam about. And well, like, you oh, can't fuck. control them. I know. That's yeah, the thing. You, like when you're using real fucking roaches, like, yeah, it, it, it must be so frustrating to film. They should have just you know, these things are going up. everywhere. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. Because how the fuck could you ever get a cockroach to do exactly what you want to do? But yeah, it'd just be, it'd just be mayhem, man. Total mayhem. Ugh. And they're gross, man. I hate 
I don't know. I don't care. They're gross. Roaches are fucking disgusting. I, th- I well, think they also carry disease. Yeah, yeah, like rats. Rats and roaches yeah. are. But that's funny because it's basically our fault. Like they're in your filth. So our filth is creating the disease. Fuck you. That's Bro, you fault. know what I'm saying though. In general, it's human beings' filth that they're in. So it's basically putting your own filth back in your fucking face and you're mad at them for it. They're only there because you're filthy. Well, shit. Most of the cockroaches here didn't even. They were like. They're honestly German cockroaches are the most popular, I think. Yeah. The American cockroach. But you know what I'm saying, though? The roaches go where their food is. Kind of like yeah. when people right. are mad at ants, like a big horde of ants eating like uh, ice cream sundae on the ground. It's like, bro, somebody dropped it. They're just cleaning up. Uh, dude, honestly, ants bother me the least out of like any type of bug. Ants are very gross to me. They're just ants. No. Yeah. Depends. Like, I hate cockroaches. Those- bed bugs are literally like the most horrifying thing. Never seen a bed bug in my life. You get they, those fucking I've red. Seen so many of them. At- in the industry that i'm in those red fire ants around here and shit man those things bite and they're fucking they're everywhere man i hate those things ants are those annoying are because they're they're hard to get fire rid. ants are different fire ants are different man those are yeah dangerous. yeah but most common ant here is like black wood wood ants oh yeah no yeah, i mean small little you get those yeah, little I mean, fuckers I- oh fuck they're everywhere man like we have to spray like around our house like we live in a green belt so we have to actually spray every yeah, couple years we have to spray around ants. our house too like i have to spray every year for ants I know. I see like maybe one ant in our house a year. Very yeah. rarely happens. Yeah, we don't oh. get any more now. If we don't we, spray, we get them every year. We get that house. service. We call some dude comes up and sprays everything around our whole house and like in the back, like in the back fence and shit. And I don't see shit anymore. It, it really does. That spray really does work. It does, man. And we used to get like when we first moved in here, I was like, the fuck's with the ants? I mean, where the hell are they even coming from? And then we started spraying and we're like, okay, well, that solved the problem. It really does work. Um, But, uh, yeah, so what are your guys' this? Uh, you never you've never seen this before? No, he has. Oh, you oh, had Oh, this seen is it. the only one I had seen. Oh, the only one you had seen. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I seen this one back in the day like a DVD when the first DVD was released. I saw that's probably like 2000. <laughs> yeah. The old new Concord DVDs and stuff. Yeah. I, I was I was fond of this movie. I remember the end. I remember the crazy special effects. Uh yeah, it's a fun movie. I mean, it's got like I said a good cast of characters, a lot of silly kind of characters like the one with the headphones and the lady complaining about the you know the the glue out of her it's kind of like a nice small town feel i mean it's a very yeah I like well the, done movie for what it is yeah like the uh what is it new england setting with the lighthouses yeah, and shit i like stuff like that yeah like the last like 10 15 like when you get the reveal of what's going on and stuff you're like oh that's pretty cool but then everything in the cave like the effects like the sacks and like the whole concoction and and i will say you know the doctor what happens to her is pretty crazy <laughs> oh it's gnarly <laughs> it's fucking it's good effect man it's gnarly man but yeah there's there's lots of there's lots of decent moments in this but you're right again another real t- small town feel that is captured really well and stuff and um i do it, wish it, they did go deeper into the mutations like you could have had so many cool mutations oh yeah because you get the cat cockroach hybrid but yeah, like, the person one, like it's like the thing at the end, which is like a blob. Yeah, it is. It, it almost feels like the thing is kind of like going from body, but it isn't. It's just creating its yeah. own things, and it's really cool, actually. It's really cool. But I mean, again, you know, it's got the same core narrative as Bug. Really, <laughs> I mean, you start fucking around with shit, it gets worse. <laughs> but right? it's almost identical to the other movie that we're going to talk about next. Like they're yeah. almost the same movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. even when yeah, I, I always to go, wondered like, talk if, about like, them, I was like. I couldn't even like. I was like, which one is the one with the lighthouse and the the smoke, <laughs> the gas coming, or is that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I almost wondered if Day Nest was like a loose like it like remake of this, like I, like without the rights. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's even you know so similar in title 
right. narrative. They just added a Y. They just added a Y. <laughs> I mean, really, the only difference is is that this is on. Um, oh no, this is this is on an island too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so the other one's she <laughs> fucking. It's not landscaped either. Or Why is there two remakes? Of island claws. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Well, this one's got the Jaws thing, too. He's like, I want to make the, ci- the city better. And then by doing that, you just kind of uh, screw everybody over, right? Yeah. I will say and that I, the difference in these two, like being so similar, man, is that the ending in this movie is so much, it's it's so much better. But the ending in um, They Nest is just batshit funny as hell, man. It's so <laughs> fucking funny to me, man. I, I just, I actually laughed out loud watching it. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to refresh me on the exact i've never seen it before and i was like you got it yeah it, fucking kidding it's actually me. funny and it, well yeah. because it's like unintentional and it's like oh my god it's so dumb but it's, yeah. it, it, it it just works from it just works it, like there's like you expect like oh how are they gonna how's this hero gonna figure out how to save the day in this one yeah <laughs> i mean it's just like Fuck. Oh, maybe i'll shoot this flare off <laughs> 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 it's just set up so perfectly though man because well, by I mean, time the they ending get in the of water, they nest is just the ending of birds too by the way oh i can't remember birds too they I end up it, in a boat underneath the boat right it totally is the same thing i was trying to think same of ending because i watched it for 90 well, where whatever. else are you gonna go which is I not don't know. even a horrible movie it's not a horrible i told movie. you i'd say that like birds, birds too isn't too. bad at all like i'm sorry it's not birds it's all right it's a decent movie i would watch again yeah, but I, even Hitchcock's Birds, I think, is it's like nowhere near as strong as film. No, no. But uh, I remember going in. I'd never seen the Birds two before. I watched it for the prep for ninety one, and I think it's specifically. Well, actually, because, I saw it as a kid. I just didn't remember it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think I kind of avoided it at all costs. I'm just like, <laughs> man, they made a sequel, like a, you know, a sequel to Hitchcock's Birds. Like what? I guess it would have been six. What is it? Seventy? Like thirty years later? And I'm like, okay, like this has got to be horrible so i never watched it never watched it and i was i'm watching this thing going it's pretty standard but it's not bad tv movie oh, and that's then, honestly a contender for our birds show and then the fucking funny thing is remember right after we watched and prep for that shit vinegar syndrome like yeah we're just gonna drop the birds too on blu-ray yeah <laughs> what I was like fuck? what the hell so i know random. i'd rather watch that one i mean on blu-ray but i had to watch it on fucking dvd or some shit i watched yeah. it on movie i think i watched it on tv also if it's if it's on there whatever it was but it was like full screen i'm sure the transfer is so much better on the finish syndrome oh i guarantee oh the thing about they nest is like they i mean the the nest sorry um <laughs> like they have the scene where like she has the whole like subplot with her fucking like mom dying and stuff and it's just like i didn't give a shit i know they're trying to build character but yeah. that'll i don't give a fuck like, i think they're I really i think they're just leaning towards the fact that her dad was a piece of shit he's iffy he, but he redeems himself he tries yeah. at least. He what? He tries at least. Oh, I thought you said he dies at least. I was like, wow. <laughs> no, I mean, he's the best actor in the movie. Like, there's not even a comparison. Right. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but he's just leagues better. He's like a he's like a working actor. He's in so much good stuff. I right. Mean, so it's not even fair. Right. Not even comparable. Yeah. I did like the the the, the chick that Terry Trazer, she plays the doctor, the, yeah, the evil good. kind of doctor. Her character the was interesting. The lead guy is okay. He's not yeah. great. Take him or leave him. Yeah, what's that guy's name? Fucking for forgettable Joe. I mean, he's not horrible though. It's not like he ruined the movie. No one yeah. ruins the movie. No, 
No, I mean, the acting, it, it is what it is, man. It, it's, you know, I would say it's above average anyways. There's some good character actors in here and stuff. And the thing is, though, it's shot well. It's It sounds well. Like, it's it, it feels like a bigger budget movie for something yeah. that really isn't a and bigger And a first-time director is pretty impressive. And the score. I love the yeah. score. The synth stuff, the little cues. The synth yeah. cues and stuff are really well done. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the, it. It's shockingly, you know, sometimes these movies can have, like... You see, well, they actually, use the same score over and over again in like a Corman or Empire Pictures movie. It's like my brother wrote a score ten years ago, and we're not getting rid of it until it's not any good anymore. <laughs> right, right. Or, or else you hear like the fucking uh, the built-in synth sounds from a Casio keyboard from like nineteen eighty-seven oh, yeah. and shit. Like that's all the like, SOV movies. Like, they, well, because nobody can afford to use copyrighted music, so they just put those sounds in there, and it's like all the same shit. It's fucking hilarious. I just watched a movie just recently with exactly a Casio keyboard fucking soundtrack and it was making me laugh. I was like, this is so funny. It's probably it one of the SRS throwback movies or something. It wasn't actually, it was not even, a sh it wasn't even a shot on video <laughs> film and that's what was making no. me laugh. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but, ah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, you know, this one, you know, there's not really a whole lot to say, but I mean, really the best shit that happens in this movie is I guess some of the, the animal kills, not, literally animal kills it's not an italian film but uh yeah i know but, but the best stuff really happens like the last 15 20 minutes like when they get into the the cave and stuff and you know again shockingly the the effects are good man and you know one thing about this film though i do like it it's the pacing's really decent in it it never feels like it's dragging at all it always feels like it's you know it's going somewhere except for and i do agree with you know the building character but i think that was more or less it's just showed that's you know kind of a piece of shit and the corruption of you know power in these small island cities and in small towns and stuff like that right you know yeah i mean it's pretty it's pretty standard i mean but you can't like you want to give your actors something like all of them have their monologues like robert land uh lansing has it the bug guy has it she has it they all got their moments to shine and yeah. they hold their own just fine i mean like the bad guy's good but the mayor's good everybody's pretty solid and i mean like I, there's not that much to say like you said like it's a fun movie it's my favorite of the three it's there's just it's you there's know? fun parts like i like the scene where um homer and uh, the cop they're ripping around in the car and stuff and the cockroaches are coming in and shit like that and you know they're trying to battle these things as they're driving and shit it's kind of cool it's fun yeah that's fun the one guy reminds me of like the the exterminator he's like a randy quaid type or he's like jim varney or the guy from critters you know that like dullard guy from critters that's hanging out with the kids that's kind of his style right right yeah it's exactly yeah. what he is he wearing is. a hawaiian shirt yeah, I think so. We just throw a guy in a Hawaiian shirt in like the late 80s and early 90s, and all of a sudden he's just like weird and zany. You're like, that's I, him. That's the character. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. You know what you're getting. I think it's I think it's a trope in, in horror films and genre films yeah. that like if you have an exterminator or a bug dude or whatever, they've got to be eccentric and odd and dress funny and say weird shit. And it's just like, of it's course. almost like a stereotype when it comes to, but why is it that the exterminator is like the crazy fucking weird dude that like, he's kind of like almost like the comic relief and everything. I mean, you look at arachnophobia, right? With fucking- Yeah, John Goodman. Uh, with john goodman's character he's clearly a weirdo but like it, it's he's just the best part it, but yeah he's like the fucking best and i love john goodman so much he's one of my all-time favorites yeah he's but, one of the best <laughs> but it's funny how like every exterminator and everything is just like what the fuck they're all the same like kind of head cases and weirdos and shit it's strange it's like you know if you are an eccentric weirdo the only job you can get is he's <laughs> killing bugs or a grave digger or you gotta <laughs> dig grave. or no no wait a mortician yeah, exactly. those guys are always the fire. what's the guy who always checks the bodies the uh the uh the corner the corner's the the king of hawaiian shirts 
But I think that like if you work with the dead like that at corner, or you work as a mortician and stuff like, like you kind of have to be a different personality because you're just you kind of want to wear a Hawaiian death. shirt to brighten the mood. Right, that's the only way to put a smile <laughs> on your face. <laughs> He's like drinking a pina colada. It's like, are you supposed to be doing your job? I'm trying to live over here. I'm surrounded by dead guys. I'm trying to have a good time. Right. Yeah, you got to be a little offbeat, man. I think so. Ah, oh, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Um. Gee- JP, do you have anything else to say? No, I think I'm good. It's a fun movie. Um, good, good effects. Um, yeah, ready to rate if you guys are. The fucking artwork. So I would love to have this poster. Oh, the artwork's the best. I was thinking about that too, about getting like a little 11 by 17 poster of that art. It's fucking sweet, man. It really is good. Nice. It's a good one. Um, okay, well, it's getting ratings, Dave. Uh, I'm like at right in between a seven and a seven and a half, but I don't really feel like this is seven and a half caliber, even though I kind of have eh, fuck it. Let's just do seven and a half. It's, a, it's pretty good for what it is. I don't know if it's it's one of the better ones for what it is. And when you're talking killer bugs, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to come. I'm going to stick with mine. I have it at a seven out of ten. So, you know, it, it's solid. It's a fun watch. I'm at a seven point two five, but we don't do that rating. So, no, <laughs> no, we're not fucking uh, Jason Lloyd. <laughs> um yeah uh me <clears throat> i'm gonna give it a seven and a half as well so damn lowest time yeah this one yeah it's fun so yeah so that's the nest from uh 1987 the nest what about you you haven't been married All right, so getting into the third and final film here on episode 236, we're going to take it to the year 2000 uh, with a TV film called They Nest. Very close in title to the last one. Um, Not as close in quality. <laughs> so this one is directed by Elroy. I can't pronounce his name. Elkayem. I don't know why the fuck to say his name. What we have covered uh, a couple of his films in the past. <laughs> I think we had some uh, disagreements on a couple of these too. I'm pretty sure you we guys did. argued for fucking 45 minutes on Return. Well, of it's because Dead I only five. got to say four things during Return of Living Dead because Dave was like screaming and yelling how much he loved it. And he, I'm pretty sure he was he, definitely blowing it. Yeah. So was JP. <laughs> what? You no, blaming me? I should have went first in that because it was like, holy shit. I, I don't think I'd ever been that long on the show without saying anything before. It was crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this director is, uh, well, he directed this movie in 2000. And then in 2002, he directed Eight Leg Freaks. And then, of course, in oh, f- 05, he did uh, the pair, the TV movies, Return of Living Dead, Necropolis, and Return of Living Dead, Rave to the Grave, which we covered, of course, in the Return of the Living Dead franchise show. And honestly, I got to say, I actually love Eight Legged Freaks. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Eight Legged Freaks is fun. It's fun. I'm going to say this right now. I honestly don't think that it's this director's fault why those Return of the Dead movies ended up so bad. I think whoever fucking wrote... <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what happened because the writer didn't say that that wasn't his script either. And like the director obviously did some decent work before. I yeah. don't know. I think there's some producer that has brain damage that took those movies and just said, can I make these as bad as possible? He probably gave them like six days to shoot or something. You know, it's I, something I, like that. I think it's so probably too. the fact that they were made for TV and they're just like, ah, whatever, man. Yeah, but so was this. I know, but yeah, like, and, 
No, this movie is way better than it should be. It's like a sci-fi original, and this is like one of the last like things before like Sharknado bullshit, where you can tell they tried. They're like, we got some character actors. We're gonna, we got a decent script. We're gonna try our best, even if it is we know crap. It's gonna be good crap, and that's what yeah, they nest is. I've always liked this movie. Yeah, so this was a first time watch for myself, and I was surprised to see that Thomas Calabro was in the film. Of course, he was from Melrose Place. I know you guys would never know that, but I love Melrose Place in the 90s. He played Dr. Michael Mancini on there. Ironically enough, he plays a doctor in this one. Uh, we've got the legendary Dean Stockwell, who plays the sheriff in the film. We've got John Savage in a small role. Uh, everybody's favorite actor, John Savage, from Mood's favorite movie, Door in the Silence by Lucio Fulci. Yeah, I, I like John Savage is awesome. Um, I like he, he's really good in this actually. He's the best part. Yeah, and then what, we got Who's he playing this? He plays with the brother, one of the brothers. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, he's good, man. He's fucking <laughs> just kind of unhinged, man. Um and then we got Kirsten Dalton in the film. She's just beautiful. She's just awesome looking in the film. Among people, who else is in the film? Um there's other people in this too. They all look familiar. They all look like kind of recognizable character actors. Yeah, yeah I was really shocked to see Dean Stockwell in this film. When I when I opened up the uh, the cast, I was like, "Oh shit, Dean Stockwell." He's good in it too. He's fine. Yeah, man. Uh, he <clears throat> doesn't have a nice death, but you know, it is what it is. This is the same plot of the the nest, by the way, except that uh, we don't <laughs> know where the experiments come from. They just fall off and end up on the island. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. That's the difference between this movie and the nest for sure. And they're poisonous. They're poisonous roaches. They're not flesh eating, but they will. Or, or fire producing. Yeah. <laughs> not fire, not flesh eating, not mutations. They're just poisonous. They're assholes. So essentially, yeah, you're right. Essentially, we have no origin story for the cockroaches. We just know that these things are poisonous. And when they bite you, they kind of like their, their, their bite or their claws or whatever comes off. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know but yeah they're like highly poisonous and also what they'll do is they'll actually go into your body and lay eggs inside of you so they kind of eat from the inside out also yeah so that's kind of a gross aspect to the film which is they they show a little bit of that and stuff um so yeah so we got fire cockroaches we've got ones that are <laughs> doing what they're doing and they nest and uh these ones are very highly poisonous which is just unusual so very similar in plots, all different types of cockroaches. Yeah, you're right. This movie right here is so much better than I was anticipating it to be. I, sometimes I don't really know what to expect from TV films, sci-fi films around this time because they are hit and yeah, miss. But it's the quality is actually pretty good. And I will say the first thing I noticed five minutes into the movie because there's a scene where they're taking a ferry over to the island. And I'm like, I know where that is. That's Vancouver Island. Yep, it is Vancouver. <laughs> I, I like I know I know the channel that they're that and even the end of the movie they actually pan out and they they show the whole shoreline of Vancouver City. But the yeah. the scenes that they shot that was definitely on Vancouver Island and stuff where they that they actually have the ferries across from Vancouver to Victoria and stuff like that. So so I knew that I knew that right away. Um, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I'm like, I'm the, sure the Dave's gonna I, hate this movie. <laughs> the thing I noticed right away too is like the characters in the town feels extremely lived in. Like these feel like real, like working yeah. class people. Well, know? they talk about how long some of these characters have been there, been there for like the one, but they're like, Oh, you haven't fished in 15 years. So like these guys are just bumming around on the Island and everybody knows everything about everybody. Because yeah, they're just like hanging out in the damn bar and they have tabs and shit like that. You know what I, I mean? I kept thinking to myself, like how the fuck do these people even make a living? Because like, it seems like no one's really fishing or making the ends meet at all. But like this well, is a small little Island power guy. 
Yeah. And which he sucks at his job, apparently. It's very bad. <laughs> it's like fucking horrible. Um, but yeah, like the court, like if you guys give a shit about the here, here I'll I'll break it down. Um, uh, a main island so it's set in maine which they do this actually quite a bit there's a lot of movies that are set in maine or in oregon that are shot in vancouver it's just i guess this way it looks because it's looks dark dingy it's yeah. very rainy and stuff like that so yeah. a main island becomes infested with lethal insects that root inside their victims while a local doctor battles the bugs and incorrigible locals that don't believe them which is the brothers. So basically so, Michael, the doctor, Michael, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm going back to Melrose place already. So Ben, Dr. Ben played by Thomas Calibro. Um, he's been recently divorced from his wife and he, they had bought a, uh, basically a house on this Island. And he's, he's went there because he needs, he needs a break from, you know, doc being a doctor and stuff like that. So he's out there taking a little time off and shit like that. We learned very quickly that the house that he had bought actually was supposed to be passed down to these two brothers after their father had passed away. And uh, I guess what had happened was the father hadn't um, paid the taxes and stuff like that. So the bank said, fuck you. We're going to put the house up for sale. And Thomas buys it. And that's what starts this this beat between him and the brothers. It's really funny because he's at first they're like getting along. And then yeah. he starts talking shit on the he bought he's like telling him he bought this house and the people that live there must have been pigs yeah, because exactly. it's like a fucking mess. And then it's so awkward because it's like, you know, that he the him and his brother lived in that house is you know, is his family. It, it so sets right it up away, well, that's it sets good. it up pretty funny because it turns yeah. out this one brother actually is the fucking uh he's, he's the guy that runs the it. power. Yeah. That's yeah. John Savage too. So the one yeah. one thing Jeremy walked in here, he watched like ten minutes, and he's like, "So this is just Straw Dogs meets Jaws, right?" And I was like, "Kinda, <laughs> right, right, yeah." And that's one thing about this movie that's really cool. Again, going back to the small town feel, it's again set on an island like the Nest, and it really does capture that small town. Like the characters feel like they're like I don't want to say inbreded in there, but they they've been the generations deep there and stuff. Like the everyone yeah. has their history and their roots are rooted there. And you know, like you know, just everybody knows everything. You can tell, about like everybody. the sheriff has been dealing with Jack and Eamon since they were kids, right? You right. know what I mean? Being little hellraisers around the town. Yeah. So everything's expected. You know, when it comes to like not paying tabs and shit like that, it's you know that whole small town feel and shit. I one of my favorite characters in the film actually is is the fucking old dude working in the convenience store. And, yeah, uh, and doctor comes in he's there like, and he's today like, is Monday. He's, he's like, like right, Monday. He's, he's like, yeah, the day after Sunday, uh, you can ring me through. And he's like, he looks at me and he goes, no, nah, I don't know how to work this thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's fucking uh, just reading the paper. That's good shit. Like, that's good shit, man. Yeah. So some of the dialogue oh. in the movie is actually pretty good. And, um, I, I was surprised like Thomas Calibro, he's good in the film. Like everyone's actually pretty decent in their roles. Like it's, yeah, everybody seems to be trying and I appreciate that yeah. because most modern <clears throat> like sci-fi, you know, creature movies, shark movies, everybody is literally like doing it with a tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you just, can't, it gets it's on my so annoying. They just celebrate badness like this movie's trying its best and if it ends up bad they're like sorry but we're trying and it, it goes a long way man like yeah. movies should never purposely try to be bad if they end up bad and they're trying it's still charming like yeah. this is a real movie like this is a real movie 
yeah. with real people trying and it shows and it's perfectly solid like this is the like kind of the end of the heyday when you'd be like home from school and turn on the sci-fi channel and catch something decent like hey man demonic yeah. toys is on this is pretty cool hey man fucking they nest is one of the last ones and then like yeah, fucking garbage came out <laughs> yeah literally like that's how I've seen this before. And yeah. I was surprised by the effects in this because they did use some practical. Of course, there's a lot of CG practical. Actually, the practical's then, good. The CGI is not great, but it's but the movie's it serious it enough that it's okay. But it's actually when they start using the CG because it's like when there's a ton of fucking bugs. Yeah. You know? Well, that's when they had to, the scene where you know he has has to rescue the little boy from the the barn and stuff like that. Like. You know, they just, you know, CG the shit out of that. But, you know, for 2000 CG, it wasn't the worst I've ever yeah, seen. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I've yeah. seen worse agree. like years later. Though? Yeah, I've seen worse yeah. years later. Like, 2000 when, is hella early in CG. It really yeah. is. It actually really is. It's only been I, like used in a lot of and, films for like four years. Yeah. And the movie's on location. Like, bro, it, it, they're really out there, it feels like. I don't think yeah. a lot of this yeah. is on sets. Like, you see like the locations on the boat and shit. Like, even, and it's on film. I believe this guy, this looks like it's shot on film, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Probably. It probably is. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, like, man, it just feels so much more like a real movie than a lot of the movies nowadays. Like, even like, because everything would be on a green screen. We're not going to location. It's just like minimal effort or minimal yeah. fucking risk. And I understand why. Because you want a good turnaround, but it also just like kind of sucks the life out of everything. Yeah, it's totally one hundred percent shot on thirty-five millimeter. Yeah, yeah man. So a sci-fi film. So a sci-fi film with semi-decent CG uh, from two thousand shot on thirty-five millimeters. So right there, you already know what it's going to look like, and it, it's just it's so much better than I was anticipating it to be. Me I too. was really impressed Even? with this, but I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, man, this is literally. I just watched this movie practically a couple times, but at the same time, it didn't matter. <laughs> I was having fun with it. I liked the characters, and that's actually what, the big strong point for me in this one. That you yeah, know, the yeah. you know the character. The thing I liked about it was. You know, when when they're blaming, you know, Dr. Ben for, you know, the death of the brother and stuff and and, and Dean Stockwell, who plays a sheriff, you know, has to arrest him and stuff. But it's not like that stupid cop shit where he's like, ah, the fucking hillbilly said this and, you know, and doing right. stupid cop shit, you know, where you just roll your eyes at and stuff. The characters are written a little bit more properly and they're written outside the box of the norm of like a small town setting where everyone's just kind of fucking stupid. I think that's a lot of writers who've never been to a small, you know, all the characters aren't dumb as shit you know there is smart people and they make smart decisions right. right and i felt like that with all these <clears throat> characters it's like you know doctor he was he was good of course he is supposed to be a smart character but he, but right. the sheriff was the most surprising thing to me because you know he really did have a grip on on the small island because of how he is you know and i'm like believable it's totally believable and for me like movies where they are like we're gonna do everything we can logistically practical and then the stuff we can't do we'll do cgi i appreciate that because it's like yeah. they're not they're like what they can do practical they do do like when he's cutting open dude's chest and there's all that gross bugs in his chest and shit like that's yeah. all practical yeah you know what i mean but then when there's a hundred thousand fucking roaches on the ceiling and shit it's cg and it's like or, okay or flying at the ends which right, yeah. brings me to the end of the movie like the way it goes yeah, down is just so utterly ridiculous like, i know i was like wait that's it i i forgot how it ended you know i haven't watched this movie in like eight well i kept years. thinking to myself i'm like really that that killed all of them like really all of them well, there no, was like, because there's a couple no there was the still one the there's yeah, one you knew it was gonna end like that you, <laughs> you knew there was gonna be a little roach like this, the, the same thing happens at the end of uh 
the of the nest with it's like there's just one hanging out on dude's shoe yeah i mean but you gotta leave it like that right you, you got the possibility of a every creature like feature a giant bug or bug movie is always like you gotta let it go like oh, kill crocodile like he's like you like know there's another egg in under the porch and there's like a couple eggs under there what ends like critters that's how critters fucking ends critters one or two and then like you're like what the fuck is it I just I think the funniest thing about this movie like in this and again you know another common theme between these three movies is that you know they're they're killer croc cockroach movies but they're all played dead serious straightforward yeah. dead there's like no comedy in these movies barely at all maybe yeah. maybe unintentional comedy which leads me to the end of this movie like this wasn't intended to be funny it comes off as being funny because the end results of how they res you know the resolution to this is actually kind of by accident so that's what yeah. made me laugh and it's how it goes down because when they get to the water you know where the docks are and stuff like something has happened and there's a dude you know and he's laying there and there's like fuel flying everywhere and i'm like what the yeah fuck? and he he literally doesn't know that it's not like no. he, he's the hero and he's like oh look we'll, we'll shoot the gas pumps and then boom you know yeah it's, he literally just fires a flare and it happens to land on the fucking gas so, pump so at this point there's like flying cockroaches and they're like okay so and and it is a smart idea right because if you want to protect yourself from flying shit that's coming at you tilt the fucking boat over get in the yeah, water right yeah. right you got to do that shit and then they're like well we need help now we need to notify somebody so they've got this uh they've got this flare gun and then one plus one equals two <laughs> so <laughs> oh, isn't there like you know what part it's, I've died at, bro? It's so fucking funny, is, dude. I literally laughed out loud. I was like, you've got to be. And I was like, No, that part fuck. is funny. But the, the funniest part in the movie to me is when he goes to that fucking, like, classroom and he starts reading that book and he's, he sees a giant fucking trench oh, yeah. on the ground and he just throws the book The lead guy is a moron. The lead guy is a fucking bumbling idiot. He's movie. like, did you see that thing? Dude, you would know damn well it was a fucking pet. <laughs> the well, I mean, he was a little bit shook from the, you see from the, the size of that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's also for, he's a city person too, right? So he's probably not used to seeing <laughs> anything like that. So I mean, his reaction isn't completely, you know. Bro, you're I'm in a kindergarten. People used to bring tarantulas in all the time for show and tell. Yeah, I never fucking had that. Happen. And oh man, that scene where they've got the fucking <laughs> the little guinea <laughs> pig. You can like see the tear in that thing's face. I don't know how they managed oh, to when capture they, that in the maze. Oh yeah. Oh, I said that was the best <laughs> acting get uh, hamster I've ever seen. That hamster fucking should have got an Academy Award. He Dude, was like, I, <laughs> I don't know what they did, but you could see the fucking terror in that thing's face, man. It was like, crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see the end result the but out, I, I do think it's funny when the kid goes back in class like way after and he's like oh, i need to grab you know the hamster or whatever and he's like oh shit <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All Dude, this movie is like way better than it should be yeah it's it's yeah you you would look at the title and you're like that's a three and a half out of ten tops yeah you know, especially the it. especially the alternate title creepy crawlers which i did not know was even the same movie is that creepy crawlies creepy crawlies I, yeah. I have it on DVD. Is that is creepy it crawly, crawlers? Is it crawlers? Oh shit! Yeah, creepy crawlers. Yeah. Well, there's an HD print of this floating around. Yeah, Man, actually, uh, the Tubi print was like 720 for sure. It looked yeah. really good. I was surprised by it. Vinegar syndrome. I'm just kidding. No, don't worry about it, dude. I'll take it. This is more like a Ronin flicks release. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I'll still take anything. <laughs> I like this movie. I always have. Ever since I was. It, in the year 2000 when i was like 10 yeah man i 
I was just like pleasantly surprised, you know, watching all three of these movies in a row. I was like, okay, you know. Yeah, you well, expect one to be really bad. <laughs> right. Right. And with Killer Insect movie, especially this time, you're like, I'm telling you, I was like, this is going to be shit. And I started watching it. And I, had, I was like, it's got John Savage and Dean Stockwell. And I was like, oh, I remember seeing this cover before. And then right with the boat interaction, I was like, oh, that was pretty good. And I was in, and I was invested pretty quick. And then you're like, damn, this is like it's a real better movie. than it should be. It's a real film. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I guess. And then, the I got, re- then I got mad at Sharknado. Yeah, yeah. Right. You start thinking about all like how things have went since this time period. People just it's out like, there making bad things on purpose. But it's like do. Amityville they, grease paint monkey. Now. It's like, what is this? Like <laughs> Amityville spray can. <laughs> Amityville dresser that ate my mom. Like <laughs> Amityville fucking shark monster. It's so true though, man. Like, uh, Ouija, uh Amityville Ouija board. Uh. Dude, you're, actually, you're like, I don't, you're like fucking with the space time continuum or something right now by creating because like all these are gonna you just are making these exist. Half you're of my priority movies is like half of my priority in post production, bro. No shit, Amityville clown. <laughs> That's definitely a real one, right? I guess got it. That's got to be a real one. That's Amityville be. werewolf clown. <laughs> It's fucking fuck you all. You ever see that episode of South Park where they make fun of Family Guy with the manatees and the giant peg? Yeah, with the yeah. 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 That's not that, how many movies are made. And he's like, remember that time I went to Tijuana with Gary Colvin? <laughs> it's, right. That's like what it is. It's just random things mushed together. It's just the shit you used to say at the seventh grade lunch table and they made a fucking show about it. Right. <laughs> what if I jerked off with cheese whiz? And then Peter's like, no, like, Sometimes it's funny though. I'm not gonna lie. Family yeah, Guy's either sometimes. really funny or really annoying. You never know what you're getting. It's both. It's both. It's seventh grade all over again. <laughs> it totally really is. funny or really annoying. Yep. Um. Amityville cockroaches. Ooh, that might be good. <laughs> the cockroaches are all haunted. Yeah. <laughs> no pesticide works on these damn ghost roaches. They're all haunted cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good shit that's good shit but yeah uh i'm pretty much good on this one i don't really yeah i don't really have a whole i mean there's not more. much to say about i these. feel that's like we they're, talked they're a fun, lot easy about episodes yeah. i mean they i mean i guess they did throw a couple like kind of i mean i guess it's meant to be kind of funny and stuff like you know the scene where him smashing he, a spider is supposed to be funny he's clearly oh, hilarious he, he clearly has well he's you know he had a drinking problem before and he's sober now that was a good gag that was a good gag how they did that for the yeah, kind of like that too. Or i actually felt like his relationship with that chick was like genuine feeling too that was actually my two-word review for this on letterbox was cold coffee and you'd have to watch the movie to fucking oh yeah to get that but i just thought that was actually really funny how they this, did it i was like oh shit that's funny the hard thing is like both of this and the nest bleed together because there's like a lot of diner shit if i'm not mistaken don't yeah. like half the main characters we're gonna fucking diner in both these movies yeah pretty much yeah yeah all right um yeah so the nest uh actually pretty damn decent now when i think about it man i probably should have had i probably should have had the oh. nest did i say they, the nest the, the funny thing I, about I, this one as well is technically in the terms of the movie these are not cockroaches they are excuse the me bug which is not real but yeah, but it, it pretty but much looks like a, it looks like a cockroach. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Bug, they weren't cockroaches until he actually made them fuck other cockroaches to give an offspring of a half roach, half fire bug. You know what else is funny about this? True. It's like it's a TV movie that's actually rated PG-13. 
It's weird. I don't even look at the ratings yeah. anymore when I watch movies. Well, I Anybody just look. Else? I just noticed that right now. It says TV movie 2000 PG 13. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I didn't TV even know Black Phone was rated PG 13. Yeah. Me neither. I thought that was R. When I watched it, I was like, this is R. There's no way it's not. And then I watched it and someone was like, it's PG. I was like, really? I probably would have rated that R. Right. I mean, I it's, know. it's, it's, you know, it's the, it's the subject matter, right? It doesn't actually have to be insanely gory yeah, or anything, but. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, disturbing I mean, subject matter. Like kids yeah. are getting raped and killed. It's yeah. really brutal. Right. Um, well, ratings. I guess that that's me. I'm going to come in at a seven on this one. Like I said, I probably should have put the, the nest at seven and a half because I feel like this one, maybe the other one's like a tad bit better, but I don't know. This one's, it, th- this one is, is really entertaining to me and so much better than I thought it was going to be. I was really kind of taken back by this. So, but uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good location. Really good location. All right. Um, back to me. What'd you rate it? Seven. Oh, wow. Um, I really liked it. It's fun. <clears throat> uh, last fun fact here. The giant burrowing cockroach, often referred to as the rhinoceros cockroach, is known as the heaviest cockroach species. Now, this is going to be an ongoing thing, I think. Fun facts for all these insect zoology film. Yeah, it's going to be just not just insects. And then we get zoology in general. Fun that fact. was actually my plan. I printed this, these out. Fun did fact, you really? Sasquatch is not yeah. real. <laughs> actually, no, I, these were all off the top of my head. I just, just knew a lot about cockroaches. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, except you for the insect thing. I made that up, <laughs> but it could be true. <laughs> I mean, it probably is. I don't think they care. I don't think they check. Yeah. Hey, you get a um, DNA test on you, bro. I don't want to make sure we're not related. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't believe you guys have never seen Joe's fucking apartment. That is mind blowing to me. I saw part of it, man. It's the talking roaches. I just don't give a shit. Yeah. It's a yeah, no, I've never seen that. Never seen it. It's it's like ridiculous, but it's like funny. Well, you blew um, your load and you should have picked Joe's apartment for your. It's not time. a horror movie, even though they did show it on Monster Vision. That's I, can't, I seriously it. can't believe I like this as much as I as I yeah. did. This is just crazy to me, man. Crazy. Because <laughs> um, a lot of these movies, man, like I'm not just saying just sci fi, just the time period. No, yeah, they're, they're so lackluster to me, man. And they, oh, they usually look like shit. But, you know, it's crazy. You think this would be so much more low budget, like just TV <laughs> movie 2000. But it's literally shot on 35 millimeters. So it had some. So. Yeah, uh, so they nest. I've always really liked it. Um, I I think I actually reviewed this on my YouTube channel like way back in the day. Uh, but I remember seeing it in like literally on the Sci-Fi Channel growing up, and I always I I can never remember the name of it because it was called Day Nest, but everywhere else it's usually Creepy Crawlers. So it took me forever to figure out what it was, and I know Matt. Cantor likes this movie as well, but uh, I give it a six and a half out of ten. Dave, we should probably get Matt Cantor on one of the zoology shows. To oh, be dude, that's yeah, well, that's I don't even know. I didn't think of disrespectful that. that we didn't even. Well, this was very short. We literally came up. Yeah, with this yeah, last yeah. Week. I didn't even yeah. think of that until you just said that. But yeah. we keep you keep referencing him like every five seconds. Yeah, because well, why is thing. he on this show? This is well, I, I watch all of his updates, and they're like ninety five percent like fucking monster and creature features, and, yeah, and, and, and yeah, it's all like and, and yeah. animal shit, right? Well, we we so, have literally like a million volumes of these plants, so we'll definitely get. Yeah, so whatever he wants i guess so we'll yeah. do i'm gonna do six and a half on this one too you know cool. I, I, you're thinking like i'm like yeah it's technically not as well done as bug and it doesn't have as many interesting concepts but i think it's an easier watch than bug it is it it's is. funner it is. than bug for sure well bug is actually pretty exhausting 
to be honest. <laughs> I, I like Bug a lot, but it, this Bug, one's funner. Maybe what it were, if it was like 20 minutes shorter. Maybe cut I down agree. You know, but come on. I don't need so much Bradford Doman fucking looking like he hasn't sh- like showered in six days. I need like 10 minutes of that. I, I know, I can smell that fucker through my, <laughs> through my <laughs> TV, man. Ah, smells like beer farts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gross. Potato um, chips and beer farts. Yummy. <laughs> Fucking rights. Fun fact, the episode is over. It is, it is, it is. And also, oh no, we already talked about that, I guess. Yeah, so next week we are again as a friendly reminder because some people don't listen to the intros and some people, well, I would say most people don't listen to the end of the shows. Although it is pretty funny, a lot of people have been checking out the end of the shows, I swear, just to hear the fart sounds that I'm using. It's fucking hilarious, man. Some of the comments are so funny. You ever, do you ever hear them? Do you guys ever go there and just check out? I try to avoid fart sounds, but... No, dude, I, the, listen to, I listen to the very end of every show. The, the, did, you, did you catch the sample that I used right at the end after that long, like, two-minute fart sequence? <laughs> did you, did dude, you remember I, what I used? I remember the last one being really incredibly long. What was <laughs> What was it? And then right at the end of it, I sampled uh, fucking Citizen Kane's when he's like, after he just shit himself for like two minutes. It's it's, it's really fucking gross, but it's really funny. He died, he shit himself to death. Yeah, when he ended up with a rosebud. (laughs) Oh, gross. Oh, you're a fucking, stop. Yeah, I know. I know. I was like, oh, dude, that's so, I was actually pissing myself when I was doing that. It's pretty funny, but it's kind of gross. Show's over. That was too much. Yeah, that was too fucking much, man. Too much. All right. Um, yeah so salem's lot one and two next week and uh yeah so we'll be doing that uh looking forward to well hearing you're on the show next week right you said dave yeah I'm, i definitely want to definitely make it even if i don't make it i'm watching the movies if some emergency happens i'm still going to watch the movies because i want to see him okay sounds good right. cool righty. well i guess that's uh that's everything man we're out of here man that's uh going to conclude episode 236 Cockroaches. Zoology. We'll see you guys next time. Zoology Volume 1. I don't know how Jeep is going to name this, but something along the Zoology Volume 1. Cockroaches. A cockroach. Sweet. Oh, dude, is it a fucking uh, Scarface when he does the you cockroaches? That's actually the sample I'm going to use, man. I'm actually going to take the sample from... uh, from Necro, he actually did a song called Cockroaches. I can't use the, I wish I could use the B because I'll totally get flagged on that. But he actually sampled it in a really cool way. So I'll use that sample. I'll just cut it up or whatever. Nice. I'm sure I can find some trailers for this too. Maybe cut some shit out. But cool. Yeah, because everything's in English. But yeah, I'll use that. Make sure to put uh, Al Pacino's face on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, hey, remember when uh, B, uh, I know he turns into a beetle, but Beetlejuice, doesn't he like, a, he looks more like a roach when he turns no, into a No, yeah, he's definitely a cockroach. When no, he, he turns into a cockroach. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, over here, over here, over here. Yeah, yeah, over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's totally a cockroach. <laughs> I can love Beetlejuice. <laughs> like, like, over here. Dude, it is literally like, one of the best. It's like, such, that movie never gets old, man. Like, I, I love, love that movie. The aesthetic like, of that movie. Over here. The aesthetic of that movie is so fucking cool. Like, I like oh, when man. he's lifted up her skirt with this. St- it's like, hey, what, 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 what? When he gets caught, he's like, what, what? That whole scene is amazing. So good. So good. <laughs> this is the best, dude. Is, if we man. count that as a horror movie, that's the best movie of 1988. Dude, I, I would definitely add it to the list. It okay. definitely has horror elements to it. Come on, man. He's like dead, and there's lots of, there's lots of crazy shit in there. I mean, 88 is such a good year, though. I don't want to start throwing, yeah. like, It's got the big horror. sandworms in it. It's, it's kind of like pre-Tremors a little bit. Yeah. But Dune, Dune was pre-Tremors, too. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, and that's what I love about the cartoon, man. I have the the box. I watch cartoon. It's great. So too. do I. Yeah, I it's it too. I just awesome, I, I actually dude. just bought it a couple like uh, back in October. We could do a Tim Burton <clears throat> show. We could do Beetlejuice, Sleepy Mars Hollow, Attacks. and Mars Attacks. Or um, it's got to have another one. No, those are probably the three most horror, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess so. Right? I'd be Sleepy an easy Hollow. show. I like all those. I've never seen Sleepy Hollow the whole way through, but the other two I've I actually never seen it either. Man, I haven't watched Mars Attacks for fucking ever, dude. Oh, it's so funny. I watched it during the 1996. Man, I need to upgrade. I think I have a fucking DVD snapper case. I don't that, know man. if I have a Blu-ray of Mars Attacks. I no, may have I, to upgrade I have that a too. snapper even on case. It I'm is, sure it is. It's. I think the Blu-ray, if I'm not mistaken, you guys can look it up but i think it's out of print man i think it came out oh, years ago and it's it's out of print. Like, in my head i feel like that movie's probably better than i remember man, some of the oh it's just, way better dude i remember Jack having Nicholson's like great in it it has like a million cameos right isn't even michael j fox in that shit like michael yeah. j fox and martin shorter both in it yeah that's crazy man what, michael what, j fox in it yeah he's in it that's a big time cast man jack Nicholson, here's brosnan cool. danny, danny DeVito, devito jim brown jack nicholson fucking wayne jim brown's in it man i haven't seen it so Jim brown's one of the main characters oh i can't even remember it man pam greer's in it it's pam greer in it man then fred williamson's gotta be in it too then you got the whole black no, exploitation you got yeah, jim brown jim brown's in it yeah pam that greer's in it too, natalie too. portman Pam Greer is it? Jack Black's Jack in fucking it. Black. Jack Black's in it. Uh, yeah. I, dude, I honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to doing. It okay, well, we'll throw. I mean, we got lots of shows planned here. We but, throw a uh, Tim Burton show in there too. Fuck it. Yeah, we can we can throw the Tim Burton shit in there. So <laughs> why not? I like Tim Burton. I don't. I haven't seen a Tim Burton movie forever though. I haven't seen any of his newer ones. I just no. watched all the old ones a hundred times. Yeah, I mean, I've seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually I I usually watch Beetlejuice a couple times during October, but I didn't even do it this year. So, I think I got the 4K. There. Yeah, I, I got to, to take it. Carly to see that at the theater at the drive-in for her first time. I guarantee Beetlejuice makes the Hall of Fame, <laughs> oh. <laughs> dude. Beetlejuice is fucking awesome. Man. It's one of my top favorite hundred movies ever. Probably. I, I actually can't see it being any less than thirty. I, I agree. No, it's, I no mean, doubt. it's I, one I'm of my favorite sure, movies. Yeah, like I've I seen it hundred times. It's honestly I, kind of fucking genius. Like that it wasn't based on something else already. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, it's not very often I would predict. Yeah, yeah dude. like the whole concept of it is actually fucking. Everybody amazing. in the movie is so right. fucking funny too. There's From so Otho many great characters. Catherine O'Hara. Oh, everyone's I like, so good. I man. like how uh, all the football players keep calling the, the case coach. coach. I don't think we may survive that crash, coach. I love that. I don't think we survived that crash, coach. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not very often I would predict that someone's gonna ra- uh, rate something ten out of ten, but dude. I'm pretty. Cons- I'm pretty convinced on that one, man. Best, so. One of the best lines in the movie. If I would have known what i know now i wouldn't have had my little accident <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fucking brilliant uh, yeah i'm good you guys yeah. yeah all right guys we're out of here 236 is a wrap check you guys next week for salem's lot one and two stephen king volume one we out Gia. Show ace. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>